At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Hope, when they know my name. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. And oh, yeah, we're bringing you fantasy news today. And we're here with the Tuesday crew, starting out with my man Bogart, Scott Free, repping the GMM Network. Can you dig it, sucker? Sucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, five times. I got my chance at five titles. Let's five get it. titles. And you... Me and you for one of them, brother. Mm, you ain't getting that five. You ain't getting uh, that five. <laughs> I don't like your version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a special guest appearance. You always see him on the real fantasy playkers, playmakers. Our man, the fantasy peacock. <laughs> what is good, fellas? I'm coming at you from my uh, office, away from my office, but I'm still here just to talk. Uh, or to be the, I guess, the voice of some of the people, hopefully not all the people in the chat, but some of the fortunate, unfortunate souls that didn't make any championship uh, rosters or uh, play, uh, what is it, uh, matchups this week. So unfortunately, seven at seven playoff teams all get bounced this past weekend. So feel my pain, everyone. I'm wearing, I'm wearing glasses. You can't see my eyes. They're puffy and red from crying all, all night. I want to say. We can't see you on the screen either. I don't know what's going oh, on. With your, uh, unless, unless, 
Unless that's me. You look a little frozen. Oh, weird. Uh, that should be okay. If you have any issues, just let me know. I'll jump out and jump back in or something. Well, right now you're a big black screen as of now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I like, don't know oh. if that's an issue or not, but you're a big black screen. That's I was weird. I can see myself. Reveal. I was like, <laughs> the man, he's the man behind the curtain today. <laughs> I guess so. I'll, see if I'll, I'll jump out and jump back in here see if that fixes anything right now. Yeah. And I do want to say, man, my man, Miles Peacock, is one of the fiercest fantasy competitors I've ever encountered. And that just goes to, you know, this, man, it goes to show you, man, like, you know, even the fiercest of competitors, man, it's, we, 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 we suffer the same losses just as everybody else. Fantasy this year more than ever is survival of the healthiest. Yeah, that's uh, brutal. I blame, I blame COVID. You know, uh, I had a couple of Kelsey lineups. They were just like, oh, you know, sans Kelsey. It was tough. Tight end premium leagues just couldn't couldn't get there. I, then I, I, I plugged in guys like Albert O and, uh, and I don't know who else, but like a couple of a couple of fr flipping, you know, goose eggs. <laughs> you show me a person who says fantasy football championships are easy to win. I'll show you a person who plays in a home league and a work league. And that's probably about it. Nah, man, you show me a guy who says it's easy to win fantasy chips, and I will show you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's not easy. You not know? at all. And, like, especially, like, this year, if you were during the course of the after wave, if, if, you know, if you have, like, a traditional waiver system where, you know, it, it runs, what you know, Wednesday – uh, early in the morning and then everyone's a, a free agent those ones if you weren't paying attention and some covid shit popped up like randomly like it would like like today some of the players were about to mention uh, on today's news but um you know if you didn't go and grab the backup or or, or move accordingly you know your opponent could have you know what i mean and like it may have and that could cost you know you, you might be able to see some of those weeks and, and it could cost you and i will say this there's a lot of sour people in my leagues right that are like you know like oh you know if you win this year it's uh you know it's there's an asterisk and i'm like fuck no there's no asterisk on those dollar dollar bills yo listen man counts. It's, counts. it's been harder to win this year for real yeah like if, if any if it couldn't get any harder i mean shit if you made it to the championship and you have travis kelsey on your team like just that itself. I'm in at least two championships where I had Travis Kelsey on those teams. And then like, you know, that that other guy too, it's like you there's no question you're playing Travis Kelsey, even though the trend of players coming off of COVID, they're like sluggish or like at least, you know, non-productive for fantasy purposes. It's like, you know, then we then like, you know, people will have that as an asterisk. Oh, well, you know, he came off of COVID. And you know what I mean? Like, there's always a way. To, you know, find a reasoning, but I just, I dumped it down this year where it's, if it's my destiny this year, it's my destiny. You know what I mean? Because then, you know, you might, you might do no right or wrong. It's just, but that's also because I've been watching a lot of Matrix, so kind of confirmation bias because maybe <laughs> the argument between like, deter, uh, uh, like, um, like destiny, things that are like already determined and free will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's shout out everyone who's in the chat. Life and sports talk with Jake in the chat. There we go. I said, Austin Eckler, not on the COVID list. Let's go. 
Got him in a couple championships, one yeah. specifically against Bogart Scott Free. Hey, well, I got him too. And and my rule is if I have him and I'm playing against him, I still need him to go bonkers. There we go. That's a good, that's a good uh that, that's a good omen because no matter what you think and no matter what goes on in anyone's small little brain, each league is at 100 percent independent of each other. The rest is just things that your mind fuck yourself with. True that. <laughs> David, what up, bro? What up, Hess? Hess in the building. Said what the new up, intro Hess? is fire. Hell yeah, bro. Good looking. Yeah. Antonio in the building. What up, bro? Antonio. Ronald in the building. What up? What up? What up, Ronald? Oh, yeah. Anthony MathQuest in the building. What up, bro? Chandler said, what up, Huss and Bogey? What's happening? And Big BS, oh yeah, so in the Hustler League 9, me and my man Big BS are squaring off for the championship. Oh yeah, I hope you are yeah. ready, my friend. I hope you are ready. I made it, man, I was within two points of making it to four out of the nine Hustler Dynasty Leagues in the championships. I was this close. Was that, <laughs> that, was, so close. That, was that the one that we were looking for, like, to be on the right side of a stat correction? Uh, yeah, yep. It was the Gasecki okay. one, and I was so close, man. I was right there, and uh, but <laughs> see, I didn't. I thought you were winning by the small margin, because then I no. to console you, you know, just to stay positive. I go, man, sleeper. It's it's rare, man. Sleepers off because the sleepers they they tend to be on point, and you're like, no, it's happened before, and I'm like, oh, he needs it to swing in his favor. <laughs> like, yeah, so close, and uh, I mean, like right off the bat, really. I mean, uh, James Robinson. He was on that league, um, got hurt. Uh, who else was someone else I could attribute it to? Um, well, for sure, Lamar Jackson. I mean, man, I had two first-round picks in this league, and um, one of them didn't play. So to even get that far without Lamar Jackson, in, in round one of the playoffs, I swore I switched Lamar Jackson out, and uh, I left oh, him yeah. in. He left him in there. And that was the one where um, where the dude was like, oh, the last minute second catch by Goddard and whatever. It was just my destiny to make it this far, I guess, and at least make hey, it. In see, that's what I'm saying, bro. And, and you can only know if, if it's destiny truly in hindsight. That's why people that can see it, they have the sight. You oh, yeah. <laughs> T-Money in the building. What up, bro? Let's get hyped for these championship week, baby. Hell, yeah. This is why we play the game. It all comes down to this. We put in so much work from the, the preseason prep work to the draft prep work, you know, to the in-draft work that we did, and then to the weekly waiver wires every single week. And now literally none of that matters. It all comes down to one week of games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love it. Chris McGrill in the building. What up? And uh, Chris Kreider in the building said, yo, 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 made it to the Fantasy Super Bowl. Yeah, 173 to 142. Thanks for all your advice this year, fam. Hell yeah. Let's Hell get yeah. these dubs. Yeah, let's go get these, <laughs> let's get these chippies. And Antonio said, I feel you, Peacock. Only, uh, only league I made the championship is for charity and no winning money for me. Hey, bro, you know hey, what? Man, you're winning, man. That, that's, that's a win in itself because it's for a good cause and – that and it wasn't, you know, for what it's worth, it, it was more expensive than a regular league that people would buy into for money. You know what I mean? This was for a good cause. You know what I mean? And shout out to Stu and, and all the work he does over there at the Dream to Walk. 
Yeah, and Antonio, I, I sent you a text message. I totally forgot that in one of our leagues, highest uh, highest scoring team in the regular season won a little side pot. So, yeah, you won a little side pot already. And because of the way that I do these hustler leagues, me and you were facing off in a little championship on the side pot, even though I just beat you this past week. Now you get a chance to redeem some extra money. Look at that. It's not over. It's not over, my friend. That's- that's Christmas residue, if I've ever heard it. It's a little <laughs> consolation, you know, a little consolation prize. So it wasn't all for naught. Yeah. Um, it keeps you playing all the way through, too. That's what I love about it. In, in, my, big, in my big money leagues, well, most of them are $200. So th- third place gets $300. So, you know, like when you win that third place, you feel great. You're like, hell yeah, I actually won some money. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just that. Like... And then I, I like to do side purses too, like like our fourteen team, uh, Superflex. It was uh, one hundred fifty dollars, so that's um, damn. What's the math on that? I forget. But, but we had one hundred fifty for the, the the longest winning streak in the regular season, and one hundred fifty to the most points uh, scored in the regular season. So like people people don't dip out. You know what I mean? Like if they're out of it, some people they might leave. Uh, this is also designed to keep people engaged because they could win a side pot or you could even be the guy that wins all of it. You know what I mean? And Antonio must've forgot that in WWF one and WWF two, those are literally the only ones that I put a third place uh, pot in there because a lot of times, I mean, I don't know. What are we doing here? We're giving people participation trophies, trophies. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. um, But you are, you're still in the money, Antonio. And literally you you could, if you win and you score more points than me, you can literally win two separate side pots, not winning a championship in that league. It's three because you already won one side pot for being the regular season champ. So come on, man, let's let's go. You got 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 to learn the rules if you forgot, bro. You've already won money and you're still fighting for money. See, but he's spoken like my true birthday twin because he's <laughs> like I wanted the big title. <laughs> we always want more. We're gonna stay greedy. One thing that I will tell you. Hustler championships are not easy to come by. Anybody who thought they were, I'm sorry, you are mistaken. They are very fucking hard to win. Yeah, in my home league, we got I got two of my buddies. They've been in it for seven years, and they're they're both in the championship game. It's both of their first time, not in a championship game, but both either one of them has the first time chance to become a first time champion for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I've won two in that league. I had a chance to be three time, but got knocked out unfortunately by one of my bros. So I'm wishing him all the worst luck. I'm so glad I'm like that. I that I that I captured my first unicorn early. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, matter of fact, the first year I played, it was an orphan team. Like four weeks into the year, you know what I'm saying? And like I turned that thing around. It was only eight teams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it was a very shallow leap. But then I was hooked because I swear, if I didn't if I didn't win or like feel the exhilaration of being right and being up, you know what I mean? Like, like, and then, you know, winning a little money, like, oh, this is dope. We're about to do this for, like, quadruple the amount of money next year. You know what I mean? And then it just yep. kept growing and growing. But I swear, if I didn't capture that first one early, I'd probably be like, man, fuck this shit. And I would have missed <laughs> out on all the fun. Because, look, you just said some this, these guys went seven years and haven't captured one yet. But they but they still keep coming back because it, it is, like, it's not an easy achievement. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I know they've won other leagues and whatnot. Yeah, and, we all, and we all kind of play in each other's leagues a little bit and settings are a little different, things yeah. like that. But, you know, I know that they haven't uh, taken home the championship in my league because I put a nice little play, uh, placard, you know, with their name on it and their team name and their record and stuff. Sick. 
Uh, let's see. And uh, for Andrew, what up, bro? Throwing in the super chat. Good looking. Said Damian Harris or Sony Michelle in my flex. Man, he must got some phenomenal other running backs because they're. Uh, but see, I, this one's kind of easy. I'm just going Damian Harris because they're playing the Jags. They're going to be without like Josh, uh, uh, Josh Allen, and um, they got a couple other guys out on COVID too, not just injuries, but. So I think that defense is going to be – they're always going to be on the field too. They're just going to run a ton. Then then I want to add that Sony Michelle is going to go up against, a, a, you know, a fairly good Baltimore run defense. They're they're a funnel defense, truly. I mean, g- granted, you know, uh, Joe Mixon just tore him up, but he did a lot of that through the air as well. So, you know, I, I do see Stafford having a, a, a nice outing here, coming off a bad week, hopefully against a Hustler for, for me. And then Brandosaurus Flex League. Not just trying to speak that into existence, but <laughs> might as well just, you know, I mean, try to get all I can while I'm here. You know what I'm saying? But yes, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going Damian Harris, the devil's himself. Yeah, I mean, Darius, yeah, you're gonna go with maybe the hot hand here. Um, I think that it's a you know, with Sony, he's not gonna see as much competition from uh Daryl Henderson as the bit placed on the IR now. Yeah, I know they're activating Cam Akers, but I'm not gonna I wouldn't expect him to even get close to what Henderson was getting as far as touches, uh, but you're, you want to go, you want to stick with a run heavy team. And I think that that's what the Patriots were going to try to do. So I think that they were, they're going to try to set up Matt Stafford to kind of bounce back maybe through the air. So I would lean Harris uh, in this would, matchup here so as well. Sony Michelle is going to get a couple greasy, cheap, uh, like, uh, 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 you know, receptions, like, you know, I mean, just out of the backfield. Like this is just, in, that's just inevitable. That's just, that's just, yeah, that's, that's that offense. Yeah, so so like even what you know on times without the touchdown, you know Sony Michelle is still like you know he's still a, a you know a, a back end RB one. So I think the volume is, is great here. I, I my my take when with Cam Akers coming back, I think he gets like maybe six to eight carries. The fear is if he looks good and they're like, yeah, keep on going, man. You know what I mean? But I I think they really are easing him in. It's it's from it's a remarkable two month early return from his his guesstimated time. You know what I mean? Of arrival. You feel yeah. me? So, so I, 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 I do like a lot of Sony Michelle here. Ramon J. Stevenson coming off of COVID. A lot of times these players, they come off the COVID. You know what I mean? They're, they're eased back in. And, and he, at, you know, at most, I think it's the same scenario. Maybe if, if Stevenson is back, it's like a six to eight, you know, uh, uh, touches away from Damian Harris. But I, it's heavy Damian Harris week for, for the championship. Yep, that's why I'm leaning too. And um, yeah, both guys are great. So figure out a way to get them both in there. But yeah, Dame Harris for me as well. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Good good options there. Let's yeah. see. And uh, how about uh, for Marcus? Said Knox or Waller in a standard league? I'm not playing Waller until we see him get back at practice. So, And there is, and like, listen, man. I, I'm just I'm sticking with the Knox thing. It's touchdown or a bust, pretty much. But they go for him, you know. They, they, they he had two touchdowns last week. One had a flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. on. A, I'm, down, I'm down for Knox. Also, I think we're gonna have Beasley out again. Uh, we're gonna have um, Gabe Davis out again on COVID. So both of those guys are still gone. I know that McKenzie was like the big name last week, but who knows if he can continue to to put that up? So I think it's either McKenzie or Knox. You know, down. Down that little quick slot, I mean, you know, dump stuff. Digs, uh, you know, Digs just they, they could very well, which I don't want this to happen, but they could very well just have him on the side with AJ Terrell. 
You know what I mean? And just have them just, you know, be busy while the while because the, the rest of the secondary is super duper ass. You know what I mean? Like they're they're playing Atlanta for 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 context for people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and AJ Terrell is phenomenal. So it's like they can just have Diggs be busy with him and then Knox and everybody else get in the mix here. There we go. Chris had made it into the week Super Bowl. Thanks for all your help. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ronald said championship why does everyone keep calling it the super bowl because it probably feels cooler yeah i mean you know why i'll say here's my reasoning because i'm little old me in the in the sports world i'll never play football or be able to say look mom i'm going in the super bowl like you know what i mean <laughs> i must have ran upstairs when the game ended last night and I, told, I, I just yelled to, out to all my kids and my lady, like, I'm going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> because that's the closest I'll ever get. And it felt great. <laughs> it's why we play the game. It's why we play the game. And there we go. And Ronald said, me too. I'm in two or three and playing for third place in the last one. There we go. And Chandler said, it may be harder to win this year, but also more opportunity with waivers, which is fun. Yeah, I mean, every <laughs> single every year. There's always going to be crazy stuff like this happening, but you know, it's yeah, always uh, like the recent. I've won some championships with some crazy dudes in my lineup. And usually, because I go run, running back heavy in the draft very early, and I try to have like four to five running backs just because you know how they go, mm-hmm. they go down. I typically don't have very good receivers. I'm rocking with wide receiver threes all the season long. And then when it comes to this playoff time, this when you find those gems, you got some teams that shut it down, you got some guys that got injured, you got some dudes that stepped up. So then, you know, I'm winning championships with guys like Robbie Anderson in my lineup two years ago. And, uh, you, you know, just like this year, I'm sure that you're going to find those names out there with Amon Ross St. Brown and some yep. of those other dudes that you somebody, can just keep somebody might have got in. Somebody might have got into their playoffs with, with Bryce Pringle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just, I mean, like from, from last week, like got into got into the Super Bowl with Bryce Pringle. You know I know I, mean? I didn't do it with Tyreek Hill. Exactly. Like it, or people getting in in spite of, of their good their big name players. Like this is a this is a time of year too where it's like, you know, what I mean, there is no, there's you know there's no more mistakes. There's you know, the, and then now we have a lot of options. It's unprecedented. There's people going to be looking talking about picking up Rex Burkhead or picking up a goon Diwale. You know, my, my man the goon as I like to call him. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, you know, what I'm saying um, he's into that there? crypto. There's a gang of motherfuckers out there right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, go out and, and start them all, but we're going to have to grab these guys, too, to keep them away. You know what I'm saying? Keep Just away, to- look at the matchups, look at the options, look at how your stud has been <laughs> trending lately as opposed to some of these guys that are hot off the waiver right now. So lots of choices to make. There's a lot of decisions to make, a lot of decisions. Don't make those premature decisions either. Don't do it. Not this week. Not this week. And there we go. And life and sports talk with Jake says my water's on now. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Jake, I made the phone call. (laughs) (laughs) And Team Money said my championship team has Kelsey Burrow. Mixon carried me plenty, though. Hell yeah. That's looking nice. nice. Last week. Kelsey and Burrow are about to, I mean, not Kelsey and Burrow, uh, Mahomes and Burrow, they're about to be in a shootout of all shootouts. Yes, yeah. 500, 500 yards a piece, you know, 40 to 40 I, score, something I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident that I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to like secure a lot of those third place trophies this week because like all my guys underperformed this last week and now they're going to have bounce back games. Just bounce. Watch. Okay. 
third place trophies are definitely better than nothing because we know a lot of people who are at home crying right now, bitter, bitter old men, like, oh, we know what he cares about your stupid eight championship games that you're going in. I'll be playing two leagues. I don't care about that. I, I've seen that so many times on social media. I made a post and uh, said how I'm in uh, eight championships out of 38 leagues, and I'm like, how many of you savages are playing for championships, multiple championships? And it's like, Post or comment after comment, like, oh, yeah, I made it in five out of 12 leagues or whatever, you know, all these crazy numbers. And then you have the bitter people who are like, how could you even play in more than one league? It oh. can't even be fun. <laughs> like, I feel we, like it you, know, you lost. To be so invested in one league and then something just goes wrong from the get go or you're struggling the whole time, that's hell. You know, you need some other leagues to turn to. Uh, we, we talked about it already. Things happen like crazy this year was. Uh, you know, one for the, the record books as far as having a pivot away from pivots or, you know, games not even being canceled or po really postponed this year is just straight up. Your guy got COVID. Good luck, you know, figure something else out. So um, you definitely definitely having one or two leagues was uh, probably not a good. Chances are you didn't have a good time if you're only in one or two leagues. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I remember those days when I used to play in one, two, three leagues. Yeah. I remember my first beer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that you know, if you, you do what you can handle, right? You do what you can handle. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely took me a long ways to, like, work up to this many leagues. Like, no way I could just, like, play in two leagues and then jump into, like, 20 plus. Like, got to work our way up to that. Yeah, no kidding. And Dewey said, how about my boy Joe Burrow? Man, I, I still remember T-Money asking, who should uh, who should I start, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? And he said, I was the only one to say Joe Burrow. And, oh, man, killed the game. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen had a pretty good game either way. So it's a, that's a kind of win-win scenario where you're like, oh, I wish I had that, you know, choice. I think last week I, last week I had the Hurts versus Tom Brady, and they both gave me like 18, 19 points, so it didn't matter, right? But I was stressing all week for that decision. David P in the building. What up, bro? Robert in the building said, what up, bro? Ready to start uh, start work. So no smoking now. Ah, it's all right. You'll be back. Miami yeah. definitely secured me the win in two leagues to the conference finals. Hope you're feeling better, bro. I'm getting there. I'm not all the way better. But, uh, yeah, seeing Miami get a fucking interception to the house and like the first the first throw of the game, like, man, I felt so good because I've been telling everyone for weeks and weeks and weeks. Pick up Miami and rock them all the way through the championship. Yeah, be nice. You know, he, you know. Here's one too. Like, not only were we on Miami, we were on the Niners. I'm kind of worried about them with slinging ass Davis Mills this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it on! Get it on! Get it on! Mills, Mills Mafia, baby, Mills Mafia. Judge, <laughs> Judge Davis Mills Lanes, bro. He's, he's wearing the robe and, and everything, bro. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was watching the game, uh, and I was like, what the hell is going on <laughs> that game? I was driving over to my parents' house. They live about an hour away, so I got to see the second half there with my pops. And Of course, he had the Patriots game on because he's a Patriots fan. Yeah. So it was it was double fun to to have the Texans, like, you know, show up. and then the Patriots Like slaughter, and then, and then your dad's team lost. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, had a, like, I had a good real football weekend, like, Real football was great to watch. It was cool. 
had a good time with some games. I want some side bets on the Texans. I cashed in on some season long props that I put in before uh, the season started, which was, yep. you know, the, the Texans, they had a full, they had a four and a half game um, uh, over under for, you know, the games on the season or whatever. So I took that, I took that prop bet and I smashed the, uh, the four on it with like a bunch of Cowboys fans. And I was able to cash out this weekend. It was great. Cause they were telling me like, Oh, your team sucks. Like they're not even going to win a game. And, we're going to the Super Bowl and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, Matt, put your put your money where your mouth is. I was like, I bet you, I bet you they win more than one game. And they're like, no, 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 that's too easy. Is it like, of course they're <laughs> gonna win one game. And I was like, well, you just said they weren't gonna win any games right now, you know? <laughs> and I was like, so I, you know, I got them to settle in on uh, like I was like, okay, three games. And they're like, how about four? And I was like, all right, fine, four. And it, it's funny because I was still the under from what Vegas had set. So I was like, boom, baby, let's do this. And then I got a couple other suckers, I got a couple other suckers to take the bet as well. So I'm not I'm not too sad. I still walked away from from this football season with some cash, extra cash in my pocket. Yeah, shout, yeah. shout out to Antonio who definitely got the short end of the stick in WWF one. This dude had uh Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and like uh, you could you could just go down the list. And so I, I mean, I was the number six seed going into the playoffs in a dynasty league that I literally didn't think that I was going to get there and somehow I'm in the championship. So that's why you just keep playing. Cause you never know what the fuck is going to happen. You literally never know. That's right. I had one of those where I started off real bad. I think I had like one win in the first six weeks or something like it was like one in five for sure. And like I was missing Kyler. Uh, I had some injuries to cook as well. Who was missing some time. And then, so like right around the middle of the season, I get these guys back and I go on a damn hot streak. Unfortunately, I missed the playoffs by like 30 points. I had the same record as the other guys that were in there uh, or whatever. The dude with like an eight and six record, but way less points got in. But um, now, uh, had that team gotten in though, I'm tell you this, had that team gotten in, I'm still on that fucking winning streak. I'm like on a nine game win streak right now. So had that thing gotten in, everybody would have been pissed. Like this dude with one win came all the way back and made the championship. <laughs> Antonio said, I'm coming for you next here, Hus. The King will be returning to the, to the roster. My King Henry. Actually, that's crazy. My brother-in-law's in that league, and I, he was like three and and four or whatever, a couple of spots ahead of me, and he's in the championship game now. So never quit. All right, so let's get to our first uh, piece of news. Really, the biggest news because there's not there's not too much news on this uh, on this weird Tuesday. But Big Kong says, "What does Carson Wentz situation mean for JT and Pittman?" So he is talking about Carson Wentz being added to COVID reserve. Yep. Yep. He uh. He's the latest. He's the latest victim. Hopefully, we won't have any more of our of, of you know guys that that affect in fantasy because I'm not sure people are running out there to start uh, Carson Wentz this week. But it's really like you said about JT and Pittman. I will say this hurts Pittman because uh, for what it's worth, the Raiders secondary has been already pretty good. So like you know, I mean, we needed like you know the talent of Wentz, which is which has been playing well to at least get it to Pittman. Or or Hill or Hilton, but now with JT, one one thing I want to know is that we should have Quentin Nelson and uh, uh, Kelly back on that line. You know what I mean? Because that was they were missing they were missing him last week. And you know, I mean, you know, even though JT on a bad game puts up 100 yards, he didn't have too many explosive plays after that first 46 yard run. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, so I'm saying like you know I'm not worried about JT. You're firing him up. The Raiders. Now, ultimately, going back to the Raiders' defense, they're one of the worst run defenses. Um, Javante and, and, and Melvin Gordon shit the bed last week because it was more game script. 
You know what I mean? They, they, they were losing that game most of the time. So they were trying right. to throw, they were trying to throw with sorry as uh, what was sorry ass uh, what's his name? <coughs> Raiders have given up the twenty seventh most points to the running back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And within the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and within the last eight weeks, they've given up seven top twelve performances. So either way, you, you gotta like those numbers. You're not sitting JT no matter what. And nope. uh, if you so if you think that he's gonna do not as good as normal JT, maybe you just go a little bit more balls to the wall with one of your flex plays. Yeah. JT, JT got you here for this juicy <laughs> and I swear he's gonna eat. I like JT regardless. They're gonna stack the box and then that's gonna hurt him on the outside eventually. T.Y. Hilton, like, first of all, who's the QB? Is it, uh, is it, the, is the Eason? Is it the yeah, guy? It's gonna, it's gonna be Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason, okay. Well, he has the whole season under his belt watching, and he's also had a little bit of game time, you know what I'm saying? And he looked horrible. So ho- hopefully, you know, he's learned from his own film, and, and they're gonna, and, and same thing with, with Frank Reich. They're gonna come out here. It, it I don't think it's gonna be a, 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 a Ian Book situation because Ian Book didn't have any practice. Here's Jacob Easton. He's going to have practice all week. We, we got this news on a Tuesday. So they're going to have a game plan in place that involves a whole lot of JT. And and when the, the moment they try to stack the box, you know, Easton's going to get a shot on the outside of either Hilton or Pittman. Pittman, to me, he's probably like, a, a, like you know, a, a, a fringe WR3. You know what I mean? And Hilton's a WR4. And Hilton's still relevant somehow. He just hasn't died. That's why he's, he's been actually healthy. <laughs> he just hasn't died. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. when someone's hurt fantasy, they're dead to us. Yeah, no, that's true. He's still, uh, I guess he can still run routes and get open when he when his legs are working. Yeah. And uh, high upside, low risk. Uh, what's up, bro? Should we trust Kamara this week uh, with the two duds he just posted? I'm facing the JT uh, manager and need as much points as I can get. I mean, with all with this whole running back wasteland, I mean, yeah, you're playing Kamara. I mean, you you're gonna you're gonna sit him in your championship yeah. round, like. What do you go like thirteen not, for fifty two last night or something? But I mean, yeah, and let's see. And who do they uh, who do they play this week? I mean, you got the Panthers. I mean, that's a tough uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, but it's kind of but they're not that great. I mean, he could still fall in the end zone, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if it's Ian Book, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We just hope that someone gets out there who's a little bit more competent than Ian Book, and uh, said I can, uh, I can also play uh, Damian Harris. I mean, I'm gonna try to play Damian Harris too, but I mean, I don't want to sit Kamara, especially no. not on a Tuesday. We're talking on a Tuesday right now. You're gonna, you're gonna ask someone to tell you to sit Kamara. It's not gonna happen. Maybe on Sunday. After you know a whole bunch of unpredictable things maybe happen or something to get us to go that way, but not on a Tuesday will I tell someone to sit uh, Kamara. It's just not going to happen. Remember, things can change every single day. And yep. Ronald said, uh, "Stay fluid." And Ronald said, "I survived losing Eckler and Kelsey, and then actually playing J. Rob." There you go. Oh wow! There you go. That's overcoming a lot right there. <clears throat> big props big props and uh, antonio said i thought the game last week was for the prize pot no antonio it was not week 17 
is the prize pot. So you are still in it, my friend. So even though I just beat you this past week, um, you and I are, you know, squaring off again in another in another matchup. That's why I like this little side pot that I created because uh, you don't have to be in the championship to be playing for money this week in the Hustler Leagues. And uh, high upside, low risk, said rate these running backs. Eckler, Kamara, Harris, Michelle, Edmonds. Non-PPR. Um, Eckler, Kamara, Harris, Michelle, Edmonds. Yeah, that's. I mean, you got to monitor some of these situations. If uh, Connor's out again, I'd probably move. Oh, shoot. I mean, honestly, all of these guys are straight-up starts. If it's a standard league... If it's a standard league, I'd probably go Harris number one, just straight up on that. And then Michelle two, Eckler three. But it depends on the, these other guys' availabilities. Kamara's matchup is tough, and the offense is kind of stinking right now. So I guess I would drop him down a little bit. But I haven't at, – at this point, like you said, on Tuesday, maybe on a Thursday I could rank him a little bit better just knowing how things are going to go. If Eckler's, you know, good to play. Uh, if Edmonds doesn't have any competition for touches in the backfield – Stuff like that. The question is Edmonds or Eckler? No. no the question is just like ranking. Rank, rank, rank these five players. Oh, okay. At the moment, I feel like I have more confidence in Harris. Life and Sports Talk with Jake says I'm going against Burrow, Zeke, Chase, Mixon. I have Higgins, uh, though, so I, I hope her Burrow has a bad game, but a good game for Higgins. I mean, the wide receiver can always have the better game, especially with uh, – Especially with the way that a lot of these league scoring um, works, if it's PPR and I mean, guy gets ten receptions. I, I say and- something. Don't nobody be afraid of if you see Joe Burrow across your matchup. Don't think he's gonna put up a five hundred five hundred again. This is the Chiefs' defense. They're really good on on every on every level. You know what I mean? They're good up front. They they got a good secondary. They got uh, they got my man's uh, 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 Sneed back. You know what I'm saying? He's he's all over the place. Like, this is a good defense. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not – it wasn't, you know, the, the third and fourth string Baltimore secondary that they were, you know, pun intended, trying to string together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for what it's worth, Burrow, he shredded them up almost just as bad the first time around. He put up like 330 or 340 on them. Remember that? And they have that was when they had Marlon Humphreys and Jimmy and Jimmy Smith and, and 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 all their starters over there. You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm, I say that to say it's divisional. He knew them well. You know what I mean? This is yeah. Divisional games, um, unless you you want to take that Cowboys Redskins game into you know, just no, throw that throw that one out. But most Redskins divisional have been games bad all year. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say most, most divisional games. Uh, you know, they're a toss-up. They'll either come down to some grinding or they'll open up in the second half. The Redskins open the year up giving up an average of like 280 passing yards, right? So now you get all the way to week 16, and here's Dak in the first half, throws over 300. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's how bad they are. So, like, that that was just par for the course. Like, I'm excited for uh, – for Jalen Hurts uh, starters this week because he he got the he got the Washington football team and he he should go yard. Would you go Tom Brady or would you go Jalen Hurts? I'd probably go Jalen Hurts because Tom, listen, I I love Tom Brady this week. He's playing the Jets. I hope he shreds them up. But like it's also the Jets are one of the worst run defenses. So the nightmare scenario is that they just run it all over the place with Rojo. 
and fucking Sean Barone hit the drop. Damn it. <laughs> those guys, those guys did have some games. How about that? Keyshawn Barnes had a touchdown last week. He did. A big one, too. <laughs> Tore that shit off. Here we go. One more time for Keyshawn. Yeah. Keyshawn. Keyshawn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I just found out this 16-team league that uh, no, they never told anybody. Apparently, it's winner take all. Oh, nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> and one of the people didn't even pay. The person who was like the commissioner. And uh, half the league, half the league didn't even know that it was winner take all. And then like there's this, some the commissioner and his friend is like, oh, well, I guess it's your fault for never like asking. Like what? Who the hell joins a 16 team league that it's winner takes all? <laughs> I mean, how much was the how much was the joint? It was sixty bucks, but I mean, so that's that's still you know what I'm saying sixty times sixteen, bro. Yeah, some, I've never I've never heard of I've never heard of any league that the top two don't at least get something, and I'm not in the top two anyways. I just lost, so I'm going for three. So I was hoping it was top that's three. Why I like that's why I like being in big money leagues, bro, because people love to win and be the champ. But when you're in the big money leagues. And there and 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 the top two can split and get over a rack each, or a rack, and the other person gets over a rack. Like people love that. It's almost a guarantee every time. Yup. Jared in the building. What up, bro? Shout out to the Hootat Nation. Yeah. Oh shit. Amy said, What up, guys? Made it to my championship. Seven straight wins. Yeah. Or- <laughs> Gordon Carter, Singletary, D. Williams, Howard, Aboot, uh, Agumbawale, and uh, pick one for the standard. Let's see. Well, this this is like an all-week question because if Jordan Howard plays, I like him against Washington. I like D. Williams right now with a banged-up CEH collarbone. I was going to say, he's got to be my favorite one, right? And then then also like – Singletary maybe. (laughs) The goon thing scares me because Hustle pointed this out yesterday. It's like, even though this guy might get volume, I mean, you know, it's just gonna, it's just a really bad offense too. On top of like, they, they, you know, I mean, this, this is one of the best defenses, the Patriots. I don't know if I want to test that at all in my championship. That's like a fourteen team league play. You know what I mean? Yeah, deeper league maybe. I'm saying, I mean, we're a 12 team. If, if you're in a bind, you know what I mean. I, I can see that, but like, it's just, <laughs> it, it's not trust. It's not trustworthy. Like, who did they play last week? They played the Jets, and he went crazy. So I want people to just re- realize what that is. You know what I mean? Like, because the Jets have been given. I think they're, the Jets are up to like over 24 uh, 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 touchdowns to the running backs this year. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're pretty sorry against the run. That's true. Gordon sucked, but I mean, he's been good all year. I think this is his first crap game. Chargers are ass against the Char- running back. Like, Chargers are so bad. Shout out to Sexy Rexy. Man, he played great on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he played great, or the Chargers are so bad against. I the guess Rams. the Chargers are bad. I mean, I thought they're secondary. No, I thought they were going to be pretty good. I don't know what the hell. Played great. He's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm he definitely just running well. Like he, he was. Hit it, seeing the holes, and then like bouncing out to the outside, and they're like picking up twenty yards. <laughs> that's why he. That's why Belichick always liked them in, in every fat. He's a Belichick guy. 
He was like the white James White. Yep. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the he white was James White. He, he was infuri white. infuriating over there. There was like four or five running backs there at the time when he was there with James yeah. White. Deion Lewis, remember? And then you had LeGarrette Blunt that would just come through and like pound him whenever they needed it. You know what I mean? Crazy. But uh, Amy, don't forget, don't abandon the ship that got you to the chip. Because uh, I, I know some people are canceling Patreon a little bit early. Don't do it. That's bad karma. That is bad karma. <laughs> <laughs> the championships happen in January, not December. Don't don't jump off that karma train early. Because I know you already did. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. And uh, let me see. And Antonio said, nice. I forgot about the highest scoring team getting money in the Dynasty League. It's only League 1 and 2. Those were the ones where the buy-ins were a little bit higher. So there was uh, – we had we had two extra things in those leagues compared to every other league that were a couple bucks cheaper. So, yeah, Antonio, I know you were all sad, but, man, you're literally going for three separate pots. One of them you already won. Nice. Smokey the Cat Cat, guys, should I drop uh, Justin Jackson for Waller? Um, I mean, if Austin Eckler's playing, yeah. Justin Jackson's not going to be shit. Well – but I would like listen. If you have a kicker, drop your kicker and then go grab Waller because you know you don't you want to pick up another kicker later and still have Justin Jackson just in case. Just, you know, and then like if just then you cut Justin like because what if later on in the week like okay, what's the Austin Eckler report? He's off COVID. Is he back at practice? I mean, today's Tuesday, so yeah, see, you we know. don't know. So don't just cut him yet because if he's not back at practice yet, he might not be ready to go. Like. Or, or or he'll be limited in the game plan. Because you got to remember this, too. Austin Eckler, before the COVID, he was nursing an ankle injury. And yeah. he was playing 34% of the snaps. But he was getting all the money downs. So I like I have Justin Jackson, and I almost hope that Eckler doesn't play. You know what I mean? Because I have Eckler and, and Justin Jackson just in, in one of my chips right now. And I'm hoping, like, it just be Justin Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's more muddy if they both play, obviously, right? And, and then we don't know if if Eckler's still like limited or you know questionable. Like I said, the, the ankle. He was he was he was getting thirty four. The last two games, he played like thirty four percent of the snaps. There were all the money downs, like I said, though, like the red zone and, and third downs and shit like that. And he was getting you know he's getting targets, but like you know all the gritty work that you know what I'm saying that one of Justin Jackson. So I, I, I like for my championships, I for for the Super Bowl. I would prefer Eckler doesn't play this week and for all our Justin Jacksons to just go crazy. I have Justin Jackson playing, would be playing in more championships than Eckler, so I can get with that. Especially the league that I have Eckler against you. I already got Jackson, so we're all good in the hood. Keeping mm -hmm. those pockets loaded. <laughs> all right. H in champ hey, hey, listen, bro. We all in championship mode right now. Let's go. Oh, yeah. This week is going to be nice. And uh, this week, I, I mean, I don't know. You guys have any uh, championship week traditions? For me, it's always watching those, uh, you, you know, the nostalgic sports movies, all these championship movies. And then it's going to come down to uh, we got the movies and munchies um, podcast going down tonight. We're going to be br doing breaking down some bracketology for some of the uh, for the top 16 sports movies that were uh, that were voted on in, um, in the fantasy football advice group. And I got a couple of gripes with some of these choices. Well, and, no, no, it's all good. We're going to save it for the show. That was just great. We want them to tune in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
We will. I'll, I'll give. A, I'll give a little sneak peek. I'll give a little sneak peek right now. Let me pull it up here. Some, some sour, sour gripes. Not grapes, but some sour gripes. Here we go. Let, let's pull it up here. JC Money Design, making sure to keep us with some uh, with some solid <coughs> graphics here. So we got a big breakdown tonight, starting all the way with number one. Remember the Titans. And I'm not going to go down the full list. You guys can see it all here. But we got a big list of, uh, of movies that we're going to be voting on tonight. Yeah, I saw Remember the Titans at the Dollar Movies with my freshman high school girlfriend. I remember, and her brother. I remember. And it, oh, yeah, and the Dollar Movies goes hard. I remember me and my girl. We used to because because also at the Dollar <laughs> Movies they would show the joints that already came out. Like, oh, for, yeah, yeah. This was Mazar. It had been in theaters forever. It's like now is a good time to go remember exactly. the Titans. <laughs> all the old movies. You feel me? Like that shit was dope. Uh, they, I wish they still had those. That I mean, was, I'm sure they like, do. I mean, I don't know. That shit threw me back right now, Peacock. Yeah, was, now, now I got the Cinemark app, and then like with COVID hit over the last like year and a half or whatever the fuck, I got like so many tickets like saved up. Like we could just we could go to the movies for like six months for free, probably. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, let's see. So make sure you guys join in tonight. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific. And right on cue, JC Mind Design shows up in the building. Hell yeah. <laughs> Heard us talking about you, bro. Yeah, we spoke him into existence. Oh, yeah. Ears were burning. Ears were burning. <laughs> Let's see. Who else we got in here? And Hess said 420 life, so I call it the Super Bowl 2. I like it. I like it. Love it. I see what he did there. My man Chase said made it back to the championship first time in three years. Let's get go. these dubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's get what, these dubs. One of my home leagues, bro. This this is the cheapest one. It's only $100, but, like, it's just I hate these motherfuckers. And we all hate each other. It's just these are my boys from that all started all together in this shit. And this motherfucker, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm back. It's been four years, and I'm back. And they all don't want me to win. Let's get it. Yes. I'm back. There we go. Chase said, put on your best dress because we're going to the big dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I done been shined up my dance shoes. Every year, I just be shining it, trying to speak, speak it into existence. And now I'm finna cut a rug, baby. Shine that some bitch up real nice. Turn it sideways and stick it straight up. Your candy ass. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh, man. The rock-isms are going to be coming out this week for sure. Because we're taking down all these Rudy Poos and jabronis. <laughs> yes. Andrew said, my chip team, Burrow, Chubb, Eckler, Chase, A.J. Brown, Damian Harris, Waller of Healthy in the Bears defense. I like it. Yep. Just make sure you have a plan for Waller. You know what I mean? A pivot. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm pretty sure Foster Moreau's floating around out there. The Colts aren't the greatest against the tight end. You know what I mean? They've they've given up some uh, they've given up some decent games, and they finally been targeting Foster Moreau like we wanted him to be two weeks ago. Remember, remember two weeks ago or three weeks ago even uh, when he put up a big old goose egg for everybody, and that was the first game after Waller was out. And I remember the week before that, we were like, "Man, Waller's." I was telling everybody, "Man, Waller's just done, bro." Like I don't even think Waller even comes back. So I'm I don't even think he practices this week. This this is crazy. I, I just I don't I don't yeah have a plan for Waller. I don't have a lot of confidence in Waller right now. He's been out multiple weeks with that uh, knee sprain or with the everything. Yeah, like yeah. It's just not. Um, 
just doesn't bode a lot of confidence for wanting to start him. Uh, I know that he really hurt me in a, in a fantasy league that I just got knocked out of this week, and I, I was missing Kelsey as well, and he had to start two tight ends, and I used to dominate that league because I had Kelsey and Waller, and they were both out for this, uh, this semifinal match, and it hurt. It hurt my heart. So I, I, I would definitely have a backup plan. Uh, if you want to pivot same game, of course, Foster Moreau is there, but I think there's a lot of good streaming tight ends. Like we, We've picked on the uh, Seattle defense for tight ends, and uh, – uh, some other matchups there that you could probably look for if, you, well, if you're having trouble finding somebody. In Detroit, so there's not really a, a someone. I would say if if there's a Gerald Everett out there somehow, if he's just out there, because you know some people just be they be sleeping, bro. I, he's in a smash spot against Detroit because they they're they're like 14 or 15 against the pass, and everything's been funneling to tight ends for the past like six weeks. So I, you know, I mean, that, that's. That's a go. Maybe even a, a no offense. Who's actually been getting? Well, is it no offense? So one of them's been getting targets over there. Well, he's looking at because he gave me a big zero this last week, so it was probably fans. <laughs> it's probably it's probably a big. It's probably a, a a Foster. I would look for Foster Moreau if I'm him. I'm, I'm looking for Foster Moreau, especially the way the Colts play. The Colts are aggressive up front. The ball's gonna come out quick. Yeah, you know I mean. Uh, let's see. So Amy says Mahomes or Brady this week. Mahomes, um, yeah. Homies, yeah. I broke my homies. Main thing we know right now is that Evans isn't playing. I'm playing Mahomes because it's man. Mahomes got the higher ceiling right now. Brady, Brady's floor was amazing. For his floor for the most part of the year was like three touchdowns and like you know 250, 280 yards. That was like his floor for like the first nine weeks. Then we start losing p- p- pieces in real life, like losing to AB to the goddamn uh, the foot, and then uh, uh, the foot injury slash non uh, vaccination fake card thing, right? <laughs> and, and then you know what I'm saying, and then you know uh, a Gronk, he, he finally comes back. And, and this was what's remarkable is that this is such a good team; they just keep finding ways to win. You know what I mean? Like with with their personnel, so, and it hasn't. It's been harder to pinpoint in fantasy, you know. Especially after Godwin gone, you know what I mean? Because they could have been okay if Mike, with Mike Evans gone. Mike Evans was kind of like Mike Evans was a high end WR two for the most part anyway. You know what I mean? He was like he needed the big play or the touchdown. But like Brady was just the guy to have, right? Or, or Godwin ultimately. Yeah, God, Godwin was kind of like the chain mover, hyper targeted mm-hmm. uh, option, and we know that Evans would kind of down the field and Fournette, stop, stop, and post up. They overused. See, that's the that, that's what sucked too. Because Fournette was 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 somebody that that, that was just pleasantly fucking uh, riding to to like a lot of playoffs. You know, what I mean, he gets the hamstring, and because you know it was like they're just running like hell with Fournette, they're using him in every way. Like, yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm, I'm going Mahomes, man. Fuck that. He's in a shootout. The shootout for the ages. Oh yeah. Him, him and Mike Joe Young, mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Kenyon Johnson was signed to the practice squad by the Eagles. Ooh. That, you know what that tells me, right? That Jordan Howard, he's not going to play. Yeah, you got the Miles Sanders wrist is out. Jordan Howard probably not going to play. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Bring up Kerryon to back up Boston mm-hmm. Scott. Boston Scott's in the smash spot here. So, like, he, he, he would probably be, like, he probably, he's the guy I'm grabbing over the goons, the goon to Wobblays. And the motherfucking, you know, the Rex Burke, the sexy Rexies, and all that that, that, that that people might be clamoring for right now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going in for the Boston Scott. 
Yeah, that seems that seems legit. I don't trust uh, Burke San Francisco. And uh, Andrew said thoughts on tight end to stream. I have a Gasicki Everett and a Higby Komet um, on waivers if Waller doesn't play. I mean, you mean Everett? Mm-hmm. Gasecki, Everett, Higby, Komet. Those are the four. Give me Everett. Give me right. G- give me Gerald Everett, aka G Easy. He, he get he get it done. They've been yeah. looking for uh, him. Komet always gets taken out near the the goal line, and he never gets the touchdown the touchdowns. <laughs> so that sucks. If you're looking for, I mean, you can play any of those other guys that can have one catch and a touchdown and probably finish with more points than Komet because of that. Um, what did Gasicki do last night? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he he didn't do it. He didn't do anything too special. But let me go see what he actually did. They probably didn't have to. And then the Saints defense. If you combine him and uh, what's the other tight end's name? Smythe. Smythe. Like if you if you combine them, they would have had a decent game. But see, that's the problem is because like they're running like a bunch of twelve personnel. Like they were three for, three for twenty-two. So yeah, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I played Smythe and Albert O in place of Waller and Kelsey in my playoff uh, this past weekend. So that's pretty much why I lost. <laughs> in a tight end premium league where I was dominating because I had Kelsey and Waller. I do like uh, I, I do like Higby this week versus the Ravens, who are like really ass against the uh, really the ass against the tight end. Yeah, I mean almost everywhere right now. Yeah, Higby had a decent game. I think in a full PPR, he had like ten. 11 points this past week or something like that. I would, didn't want to play him, but I was like, well, I have no choice. And, you know, he did all right. T-Money says, so you're saying starting Burrow over Allen again this week. So it's a little early for that. It's a little early for that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm playing Allen. I'm playing Allen against Atlanta, bro. It's going to be slanging that thing. He's going to, yeah, he's going to pass it. And he's going to run it. And they're not going to let up. Because I feel like in the in, I, they gotta get their they gotta get their mojo back. Like you can't just go into Atlanta and just win. Like they gotta go in there, big dick swing, and then like really like stomp the shit out of Atlanta to get their mojo right. Because they're not looking like a team that's gonna go far in the playoffs right now. I mean, they 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 did just beat up they did just beat up the Patriots in New England, right? And so they, so but but also here's another thing is like. They, you know, they uh, they need to do a lot. They're not even super secure in their in their spot. You know what I mean? No, not even. Listen, this one's a close call though, because I do like the shootout. That's why I can't say like definitively yet. I want to draw back just a little because. And who? So who knows? What's the playoff split for the NFL? Like, if a team split, I mean, I know like the head to head. You know, obviously that's one, but they've split. It's a strength of schedule usually, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I think it's strength of schedule. So, but I, I don't know what they're. They, I think they call it, they call it a strength of competition, though. That's what. Yeah, they, they you look at who they've played and then who yeah. they've played, who they've played, and what their records are. <laughs> yeah, that dude, uh, Hanson, Scott Hanson, was trying to break it down on Red Zone. I was like, yeah, whatever. What he said, because apparently. Oh wait, no, wait, 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 wait. When you play in the same division, you play literally the exact same teams. No, no, but see, but check this out, though. Check this out, though. So when the Raiders beat the the, the Broncos last Sunday, because of strength of con, of of, uh, competition. of competition, right? Apparently, the Cowboys secured their division that that moment. 
Well, that's not making sense to me because I know when we're talking about like, you know, in the middle of the season, maybe that makes a difference. But at the end of the at the end of the year, no, the Patriots and the Bills are going to play the exact same teams. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm saying this is just what I'm I'm paraphrasing how he was breaking it down. But it's it's it's, it's quite odd. It reeks. Scott Hansen. You in the nuts. <laughs> it definitely reeks of the mafia. <laughs> Shout out to the All right, Let's see. Okay, so I just did like some. I did some quick Google. Let's just see what this. Perfect. Let's just, let's just see if this. Let's is, refer it's on, to the Google. It's on. It's on Reddit, so I can't really <laughs> tell you that it's going to be completely accurate or whatever. But yeah, Pulse Zero made it to the championship, going up against Jonathan Taylor. And Debo Samuel. Oh, got to go up against him. Ooh, that's rough. Good luck. Yeah, your team. Steer the course with your players. NFL tie-breaking procedures. I think this is a little bit. And Pulse Zero said, should I play the Saints D or the Cowboys D? Cowboys, you just keep rocking the Cowboys, man. (sighs) Man, Saints play the Panthers, though. (laughs) Panthers are so ass. Who's like? I want to know who's going to be the quarterback for the Saints because if the other side of the ball can't do anything, they're just going to let then the Saints defense is going to be like they're going to be gassed by the third, fourth quarter for always being on the field. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. And like they're just giving up. <laughs> then whenever you're playing with from behind, a defense can't they can't go like sack, trying to sack all crazy. You know what I mean? They they start playing different. It's gonna there's, be a, there's a twelve. There's a twelve-step process when two clubs within the same division have a tiebreaker or need a tiebreaker to determine who the winners are. So if at the end of a regular season, two or more clubs in the same division finish with identical one-loss tie percentages. The following steps will be taken until a champion is determined. Head-to-head, so best one-loss tie percentage in the games, right? So that's what we were talking about. But since these guys are in the same division, they would be identical, right? Yeah. So then best one loss tie percentages games played within the division. That's that's the step we just talked about. Then best one loss tie percentage in common games. And that would still be the same thing because they have the identical. They're playing the same schedule, basically. Uh, games played within the conference. And then it goes to strength of victory, then strength of schedule. So strength of victory, I guess, would be like if you blew a team out. Uh, so it goes to that first, then the strength of schedule. Then best combined ranking among conference teams. Yes, that's scored. And points allowed. What I'm talking about though is like for some however however all these different systems work, right? You know, say however they, they break it down. When the Raiders won again, that locked in the Cowboys spot. Like because well, of yeah, the- well that, I mean that that's what the same. But they play different, different division, different yeah, conference. Different division. That, that makes it easier to do because you don't play, play the exact same but team. Their divi- but their divisions, here's the thing is those their divisions played each other. That's where it played the part. You know what I mean? Because- I like these. I like these that come down here towards the end, nine through twelve. It's best net points in common games. So that's the same for in division, right? But uh, best net points in all games would be the next one after that. Then best net touchdowns in all games. So if your offense scored more touchdowns than whoever you're tied with at this point, then your team, you know, that's gets that, that tiebreaker. They got hella tiebreakers, bro. I bet you. Yeah, and the final one, the final last step, coin toss. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Duke. Freaking duke it out, like <laughs> fight to the death. Fight to the death. 
a spelling contest to see who ends up making it to the big dance. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, man, just uh, whoever's like some random number, like if they just had the number, whoever's randomly number like 58 on the team has to compete in a spelling contest. It's like, give me, give me the, the, the dudes who went to uh, Stanford and stuff. Give me those guys on my team there. Yeah, so it seems like it's going to be like, I mean, pretty much overall point scored might be the uh, the, the the earliest tiebreaker that the in-division teams, uh, that would make yeah. a difference. Yeah, because these other ones were kind of spelling it out for, you know, if they, you know, if they weren't in the same conference or division. But yeah, definitely once you get past that stuff, it's, it's to points and, and blowouts and stuff like that. Tiebreakers definitely work a lot easier for the uh, for the non-division, um, for the non-division leaders, for sure. Robert, what up, bro? Said my chip team, Josh Allen, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, Higgins, Keenan Allen. Ugh, psh, damn, Keenan Allen. Dawson Knox, A.J. Brown in my flex. Let's go. A.J. Brown is about to win a bunch of people, a bunch of championships if you're still rocking with them. I mean, I mean, you know what, man? Hey, he came through when the motherfuckers need him, right? Right in the semifinal time. You know what I mean? Now, now he's about to close out. You know what I'm saying? He's willing, he, we, we're ready for him to die out there. Man, let's go. Oh, yeah. Mercedes Lewis on the COVID list. That means that DeGuara would probably be one of the only options there at the tight end position so, for the Packers. Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis is, is important, though, because they run, like, a ton of, like, what is, I think it's called, like, eight gap, where you have, like, the two tight end, like, a tight end on each side of the line. You know what I mean? So he's always on the field. And then, like, whenever, like, a play, play breaks down, he's the guy he'll, he'll look for it. They call him the big, they call him big dog. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll look for him, you know what I mean? Like in the flat or he'll roll out and just go un, un, unnoticed. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Brady's going to, I mean, Brady, uh, Roger's going to trust anyone else like that. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. just, well, they've been throwing the ball a lot to, to, to Guara and giving him some uh, yeah. set up um, screens like, you know, and whatnot. Guara's been having like three or four targets a game here. Yeah, I think that'll bump up to a good six. <laughs> hey, six Aaron Rodgers targets in a game, that could be, uh, you know, that could be worth it. You know, you might actually have something here because they are playing Minnesota too. Minnesota been cut the, the last two weeks specifically. They've been giving up some yards to tight ends. Yeah, giving up that booty to the tight ends. But still, though, man, they also give up booty to the receivers like shit, man. Like you know what I mean? And he has like you know Adams and then Lazard and they're probably MBS back this week. Yeah, Lazard dropping that touchdown last week that hurt. That's <laughs> See, everybody likes the uh, the spelling contest of the NFL players. <laughs> spell, spell dance. D-A-N-S. <laughs> that sure would be funny. And, and what would be even funnier if it was only like spelling like the most random outlandish names from NFL players. TJ, who's your mama? Uh, you know, all the all those different ones. That would be, uh, that'd be hilarious. Darling Ukundawale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Albert, uh... Oh, 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 no, I, I can't even pronounce that one. I literally <laughs> try to start spelling that one. <laughs> That's what separates the men from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Devin, good looking on the super chat, bro. And he said, uh, what up, guys? Made it to the championships after nine win regular season. Plan for our first ever, plan our first ever undefeated team. Here we go. Hoping JT has a bad day. Oh, man. That's a. Uh, Take down that undefeated team, bro. Take down that undefeated team. It is so hard to go undefeated in a fantasy uh, in a fantasy season. I've seen it happen, and it, oh, and it, there I was, was so close. 
There was a team that beat me in the Super Bowl that was undefeated all the way, and I was just like, dang, I was just, you know, there was no chance for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, it, and I got smoked in that Super Bowl. I, I, mean? I had one regular season loss on the final, like, you know, game before the bye or whatever, and then I won a championship. So I, I won with one loss, but never completely undefeated. I'm in the championship with a team that's 13 and one. Yeah. I've only, I've only, my one loss. It was because Corduroy Pimpin is that is that game that he got hurt. I literally lost by less than one point. And oh man, it must be my destiny because I skated through the championship. I won by point three two points. Oh man, I was I was sweating. That was one of those ones where I needed Callaway to get less than ten points. Oh, and that was the one. Nine point nine point three five points. Like, man. Woo! <laughs> that was, a, I single, was, nervous. That was a single PPR. Yeah. Oh shit. Cause I was gonna say, damn, because you know, you know, a lot of the hustle joints is the, the two-point PPR, you know what I mean? Because I was watching Callaway, like all of a sudden they're just like <laughs> they're getting out of. I just saw him get two catches like right in the beginning. I'm like, oh shit, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. <laughs> Hey, you know what's crazy is it's like I, I don't know if I'm just a glutton for this shit, but like that fucking just wait watching this shit. My girl, she's like, she came out, she's like, you're still watching this shitty ass game. Like, now is not the time. Now is not the time. Like, you know what I mean? It's such a shitty game, but we have so much invested. Like, you know what I mean? And come play for play because there's matchups are so close. You know what I mean? And it's like I did me the opposite. I was like, I'm out of everything. Kamaro's not having a good game because I needed like six touchdowns from him yesterday. So I was just like, <laughs> it's half, I was like, it's halftime. All right, let me turn on some Netflix. <laughs> Relax. Go go roll something in the I, garage. <laughs> I had to curve. I had to, I had to curve a twenty. Uh, I had twenty three point seven three points uh, on Steamboat, and he had he had um, Tua. And in our scoring formats, one point for every 15 passing yards. So that's for, for so for, for for context, seven points is 105 yards. You know what I mean? So okay. you know, 210 is 14, and then you know, touchdown six. And so I'm doing the math. I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be like fucking like I need like. And then so I, you know, I'm, we're, I'm trying to reverse jinx everything, obviously, but it's, it's the reverse jinx. <laughs> it only works when you're really deeply afraid of the shit. So I text him like. Ooh, I'm like, if, if if the Dolphins don't get no fucking like like early defensive touchdown, bro, I'm fucking screwed. Like I like, there's no way like they won't be able to run on on the Saints. It's gonna be a funnel. Like he's gonna get to this point. You know what I mean? Waddles is gonna do all the work. Like everything I said, it all happened. But like the defensive touchdown is the one that saved me. When that happened early, I was like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like now all they're gonna do is is slowly trying to move the ball and kick field goals most of the time. You know what I mean, like I had, I and I'm mad because I forgot to lock in Super Draft Pro shit. I think it's because I was just searching the whole thing first. I want a dollar last night. <laughs> I know I forgot, dude. Because I, I thanks to Waddle, because the whole lineup was crap. It was just well, Waddle. But I, I called it on the show. I was just like, all you really need to do is like really put Sam in there, Tua, Waddle, and then and then you know. Yeah, you know, that's what I had. <laughs> Waddle was in my 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 champion spot, so I think that's what like, he had. We would have split money, but it would have been money nonetheless because everyone. I would think have. that's why I only got a dollar. I finished kind of high, but I think everybody split up there towards the top. Yeah. It was kind of a low scoring. Like, it was pretty, you know. 
I bet you the trick was just not having any Kamara and like only Callaway from the Saints. You know what I mean? Yeah, I screwed that up. I had definitely had Kamara in my lineup. For sure. I mean, but that was like, you know, I'm only speaking in hindsight now. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. It sounds great. I didn't I know, but I'm just saying I didn't get the lineups in either. So I would have had Kamara in every single fucking one. You know I mean? No, that makes uh that makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying in hindsight, like that's probably how someone could have won like last night. Just no, just Sanders. I'm, Sanders. That's how, that's how I'm doing it with my basketball lineup today. I got some some no names up there in the in the lineup, and then I have like all the regular guys kind of just supporting the super flex spots. Nice. Yeah, I look for I, sometimes you look, you look for like those guys with a great multiplier and like the 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 nice matchup, but then like you look at their like you click on their player card. And it's like, oh, they've been playing like ass these last few weeks. Like, no wonder, right, that their multiplier is so high. Uh, so I kind of go with the, you know, know, they, give you, they graph it out for you. I kind of go with the guys that are trending up sometimes, and I'll stick those dudes in my champion spots. We had the homie uh, second take extra. He was like, a, he he used to frequent the chat, but uh, but you know, he he, he kind of came over from uh, from TD's uh, channel. You know what I'm saying? He's one of TD's uh, uh, fans. But this dude second take, you you kill it every time, bro, with the basketball lineups, like. And I would just be fucking up, not playing the lineups, and then I'd be looking like, damn, all the motherfuckers he said, they all hit. <laughs> like, we need it. We need those hit lineups. I'm, I'm happy with, the, you know, a couple of bucks here, a couple bucks there every day. That's, that's I'm telling you, do that. Before, nice. before the playoffs or January, just throw the hundo. out. Yeah. See, see what it do. Because you're going to win way more money, bro. Yeah, I, I, I was really hoping to take home a, a fantasy championship this upcoming weekend, or be at least in one. That way, I'd be like, okay, no problem. Let's do it now. My man David P. Always coming through. Always talking about how much money he's winning on Super Draft Pro. So the best decision he made was jumping up to that hundred. Because uh, as soon as he did, he started winning money. Right? I mean, bigger money right away. Like it's nice winning a dollar here, a dollar there. When you start winning twenty, thirty, fifty, sixty bucks, I mean. Yeah. It's nice when you're only dropping three dollars a day. I went on a little tear where it was like forty dollars, thirty dollars, twenty dollars, sixty dollars, and then like I hit one for like uh for another sixty, and I was like, oh shit, I made like two hundred bucks in the in last week. But I but see it's funny though in, in the past week I haven't won nothing. You know what I mean? But <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 ride the waves, ride the waves. But you know what I'm saying? We, hey, we closed out the year strong. We, you know, now we open it up stronger. You know what I mean? There we go. There we go. And uh, David P says, Parker, Metcalf, Ayuk, Gallup, pick one. It's between Metcalf and Ayuk for me in this particular one, just because I'm hurt from Parker's uh, no targets last night. I'm going, I'm going Metcalf until we hear a little bit more about Jimmy G. Oh, that's and right. His status for the Jimmy week. not going to play. Yeah, he's done. I think they're definitely going Trey Lance. What? Just does that little bone chip in his thumb? That's it. <laughs> Come on. That is true. Though. He's handsome, Jimmy G. He's like, hey, he's like, I don't even jack off with my hands, man. Like, I, want to, I want to see Davis Mills versus uh, Trey Lance. I want to see that. Yuck! That that screams bomb <laughs> all over it. I think it's gonna be great. I mean, we saw we saw. I'm okay with Judge Davis Mills Lane. I do not want to see Trey Lance in the championship. <laughs> like, I mean, I for every for all for all the schmitties of like the world. For all those schmitties of the world saying, give it Trey Lance a chat, you know? If like, you, If you're out there in a super flex and you have someone like Lamar Jackson and, like, you know, Mike Lennon and you've been trying to string it together or, like, somewhere along the way you have your Davis Mills, I would play Davis Mills and, and Lance in the championship in a super flex. Like, those two, if I had oh, no – sure. 
There's a lot I mean, of people are going through situations like that in a super flex. You know what I mean? I had to play Tannehill last week and I didn't feel good about it. I'd be I'd be surprised if Trey Lance is actually available to pick up in a super flex league. Though. You, you want to yeah, know what's true? Hey, so check this out. So so he here's the here's the thing with uh with Trey Lance this week. I think like people are gonna automatically say the right thing that he has the high upside with with the running the ball and he has a big playability down the field. He has all that. That you know what I'm saying? We he, another he got, another player on COVID reserve. Will Will Lutz just placed on COVID reserve just now. Yeah, well he was never you know he was never kicking for them anyway. He's I don't know he's been hurt. He's, he's had a great scrub. Yeah, he had a great ball. That's why it's been like Brett Mayhart. Mayor. Mayor. Anyways, right? Going back to wait, I don't even remember what the fuck I was saying. I was getting oh yeah, the Trey Lance right. He averaged 40 yards rushing both games that he, we've seen him start, right? Even the game and he came in relief. You know what I'm saying? He ran for like 80 or like 70-something that game in, in the second half of the game, and he threw for like 140 or whatever and, and, and a touchdown. So we've we, we seen him be able to, uh, you know, and, and oh, he, ran, he rushed he rushed for a couple of TDs uh, this year, you know, in, in gadget plays. For fantasy, it could be fun because it doesn't need to be pretty. You know what I'm saying? But, but he, here's the caveat. Is the Houston Texans right? They're the like the best against rushing QBs. They're the, they're like one of the worst against f- fantasy running backs. But but for QBs and like they we're talking about like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. I mean I know Russell Wilson hasn't been running around, but he, you know you can put him on the list because they play Russell Russell Wilson too. Like these and these you know for what it's worth even I'm the same. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Trevor Lawrence, he's trying to run around on them. You know what I mean? They just—they're not allowing that. So I—that's I, I, the one thing I worry about Trey Lance this week. Yeah, t- despite the fact that they haven't been like a great team this season, uh, Levy Smith's defense kind of come around. They have some pass rushers. So if they get some like those mobile quarterbacks, that's the one thing that them. has been good. We—we've been constant on this show talking about how how much overperforming the Texans defense have been mm-hmm. doing. They're savages out there. They, those guys are, he has them prepped up, ready to play, ready to play hard every week. So they, they go hard for Santa, Santa Lovey. Lovey Smith is going to be one of those guys that's going to try to get that Jacksonville job. Watch. Well, look, check this out. I saw a tweet somewhere. I forgot how it was, but like Lovey Smith, he typically takes over and he's also head coaching while he's coaching the defense in the, I think it's three different instances where he's only been the defensive coordinator. He has those teams uh, DVOA like top five every single year. Oh, so. so when he gets to focus in on just being the DC, 
Yeah, they they usually perform a bit better. So that's something. I mean, you can look at like so many, just go down the list of like the Wade Phillipses, you know, of the world, like guys who just completely dominate when they have one thing that they have to focus on. Dan Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn. Go, you know, he he was with the Legion of Boom. He, he, He was part of the architect. Like, I mean, you know, it was it was really Gus Bradley. But then, you know, he was Gus Bradley's disciple that took over that defense. And it made it the Legion of Boom that we knew and loved, or 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 hated in my instance. Right? <laughs> Dan Quinn, medicine woman. And for, <laughs> for real though, and like I mean, shit, he's look what he did with the Cowboys because Atlanta, his defense really, his defense was, defense was kind of feisty the first couple seasons, but then they weren't worth the shit for the last like four or five he was there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Dan Quinn, medicine woman. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) I was like, this guy needs a nickname. (laughs) Let's see. Antonio says, say goodbye to Hollywood. Gage, Kirk, Carter. Pick two. Uh, Man, Gage had a bad game last week. Right. I mean, right off the bat, I want to say Gage. Just because I feel like they're going to be getting their ass kicked so much that they're just going to be like throwing it a lot. That one's tough. Yeah, this one is tough. This one, th- this one's one you you better be coming back about this one, Antonio. I already know that you know Tuesday answers are not final, but <laughs> yeah, my first uh, my 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 first reaction is Gage, and my second is Carter, and it's because they're playing the Bucks. And I think the Bucks just, they go up so early that they just sit a bunch of their players and then the Jets just have like garbage time, like feasting. Go ahead and have all these yards under here. It's fine. That's what the defense is. Carter did all right last week too. Better than I thought he was going to do. Kirk had a pretty good game as well with the absence of of, uh, Hopkins still. But I don't don't know, man. Kyler Murray, what's up with him lately? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, even Kirk, I mean, seven for 48, you know, I mean, right. that's not bad. It's, it's not, but it's not, if you wish the yardage was uh, a little higher, I guess, or but seven, seven's good, you know, you want to take that. What, what did Carter end up getting? Yeah, I mean, shit, Carter went 116 for, uh, or he went 16 for 118, I mean, you, I mean, against Jacksonville Jaguars, so he, he did what he was supposed to do, that's for sure. Yeah, that's tough. Right right now, I'm leaning Gage, and I'm leaning Carter. But you know how it goes, Antonio. Shit could change. And Chase said, any concern about Russ since they have nothing to play for now? I mean, if anything, that might make Russ a little bit more dangerous. Who finally doesn't have something to play for? No, no, no monkey on his back. Play calling might just be out the window, and him just like, fuck it. Let me just let me make this play call out the line and just go deep to lock it. Hey, listen, man, it's about, like, Russ, listen, man, you know in the back of his mind that, like, the Boy Scout that he is, there's still a little part part of him in the back of his mind that says, like, man, I'm about to get the fuck up out of here. (laughs) So he wants to show out, bro, because he was, I remember when I first started doing content, like, I remember there was a stat with Russell Wilson that was like, he was like 76% of their offense. You know what I mean? So that means like if they scored four touchdowns, he was responsible for three of them. You know what I mean? 
Like it, this guy just did it all for that team. You know what I mean? And then, and then, but, but all Pete, old, old and senile Pete. You know what I mean? Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> just, just want to run the ball and, and play defense, and, and and because that's like the good old days, the glory days. He's still he's still giving the same speech every time. I remember Richard Sherman was like, you know, we would have new guys come in and he would give the same rah rah speech, and I'd be like, man, like you know, he's like, when you hear that shit, like you know, five six years, you're just like, man, you know what I mean? Get tired of it. <laughs> well, because it doesn't work on them no more. Like you know what I mean? This is just this is how he does it. He, he was a college coach where people come in and out. Like you know what I mean? And like that's just just white noise to uh, to an NFL pro who uh, knows that it's bullshit. Yeah. Stanford grad. <laughs> this guy's guy ignorant. <laughs> and has said uh, the team plan for the chip got uh got in it with uh with a tie last night. They won because they had a better winning percentage. Ooh. There you go. There it is. It happens. Yeah, it happens. I, like, I like how the apps take care of all that shit for you. They're like, hey, what happened? I thought that so and so was like, hey man, I don't know. Like it fucking did. That's how, that's how it did. I, I don't run the algorithms and shit, bro. I, I just commission the league. I've seen people like get upset about like a score and then like go and do all the math. Like, by you know, you know, like do all the math. How can I, <laughs> I create the big, uh, what is was it? Michael Schofield prison escape, like all the whole big wall of but all the shit. But then here's the thing though did all that. And like, 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 it was my guys. Like, Man, I'm, I'm about to add it all up. This is uh, something's not right. Blah blah blah. Then, then I, I hit him back. What happened? I, it, it added up. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd have been like, I'd have happened. been like, they showed me all the stat corrections and stuff. I was like, you did all that, and all you had, to, like, what you could have done was just start the right player before the fucking game started. <laughs> oh man. People like that kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I have a brother-in-law who's like one of my brother-in-laws. I have two of them, but I have one who's like that, but he does it on purpose to push your buttons. He's just fucking around. And I hate it so much because <laughs> like I'm the commission that league. So he knows that once I do it, everybody jumps on and everybody knows that he's fucking around, but they just want to just pile it on. I'm like, Hey, look, they just want to see me get mad. That's all it is. Just want to make <laughs> nice. it hard. Let's see. <laughs> Do we got Elijah Mitchell news? I'm tracking him, but not well. Lord, I have no idea, honestly. We have nothing as of now. Come back to me against Houston. I need you. <laughs> the book yeah, is point, At this point, the my season-long like season like prop bet is over. It doesn't matter if the Texans win or lose any more games. So it doesn't, you know, it's cool. No, Who but – <laughs> but you gotta understand those those teams that got ugly records like that. They they you know a lot of them they want to put film on there, so they want to fuck guys up, bro. Oh shit, yeah, man. I mean, well, they asked Coach Coley if the you know if like everybody's pumped up to play the role of the spoiler like they did this week and the week before that and like stuff you know whatever. And he's like, that's not what we're worried about. He's like, we're worried about the next game and one game at a time and and getting the the healthy players out there playing they're hard trying, and ready to play. You know what they're trying to do too is because this is a bit like this is going to be the staff there next year because um, I don't think anyone's going to want this job. No offense. But yeah, no, no, I'm not taking. So, so I, I mean, I would like it. I think I'd do a pretty okay job. Like, hey, we should go for it here on fourth down, coach. The analytics say so. <laughs> <laughs> every team needs a guy like that. <laughs> sure. You know, every team hiring guys, Texans, uh, Houston Texans. <laughs> At first, at least at least the first I noticed was was uh, was uh, John Harbaugh. 
he had oh, like, yeah. yeah. He had to, like this young dude is there with like a clipboard and he's like doing fucking fucking math equations or some shit. Some some kid from MIT, right? Yeah, he's like he's like I was gonna say he's like from Columbia, uh, Columbia or MIT. One yeah, of gave his first job, and that I kid swore. grew up to be Sean McVay. <laughs> and you know, and you know who he was? He was one of those kids from that Twenty One Card Game team. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and if not, my version's better. <laughs> yeah. we'll allow it. They got that guy kicked out of Vegas a couple times. <laughs> and now he's working for John Harbaugh on the sideline, just telling him to go for it or not on every fourth down. You know, that's that's how serious the black book is, though. They'll put you in the black book. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. He, and, and they have facial recognition now. I remember, you know, my dad does a lot of business in Vegas. And I remember he said one time he dropped his wallet. This And this about 10 years ago, even, technology. So I'm pretty sure it's, it's more advanced now. But he dropped his wallet. Some dude picked it up, went to another casino, like you know, a neighboring casino, and just just trotting along. Like it just, and they finally got him because, like you know, everywhere he went, they had facial recognition. Because my dad reported it, they're like, "Oh, boom! Here's this guy right here. Picked up your wallet. Boom!" And they just followed him, you know, until they found him. You know what I mean? Cameras and shit. Yeah, especially all those casinos now. I mean, it's all the same fucking corporation that owns them all, anyways. It's all the same eye in the sky now. You wouldn't be able to go to Vegas. You wouldn't be able to go to Macau. You wouldn't be able to. Be, you wouldn't even be able to go to Atlantic City, man. I'm so serious about that shit. That's why I like. I like. I, I make it at point. I'm always with stunners too. You feel me? <laughs> hey, you know that's that's. A, you know what? Bogart, uh, Bo, Bogart, <laughs> Bogart. Uh, his uh, his shades are are already built into the algorithm. <laughs> I see in the matrix. <laughs> It's like you look at Bogart's closet, and it's like a bunch of hats, but they already have sunglasses like attached to them on the bottom. So you just put them in. <laughs> the hat and the glasses are already part of it. That, that, one piece. That, that was actually uh, from my spring incognito line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sea Dog. I faced Waddle last night and lost by point three. <gasps> that is tough, bro. That is tough. <laughs> Down, uh, see the touchdown was already grueling, but then it was like he had like three more catches after that. And it was just like it was so. I, I was trying to cur. I, 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 man, Waddles is just one of those guys too, man. Like I have way too much Devontae Smith and not enough Waddle this year because mm-hmm. they were kind of going in that same range. And like I didn't know he was gonna be like Jarvis Landry 3.0 for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's look at Waddle's stat line right now. I mean, what a fucking season we, that he is having. Yeah, we were, we were, I mean, we, we were in, in a, in a maze with him for a while. Cause you know, remember like first, the, the first group of uh, uh, weeks, people would be like Waddle or so-and-so and be like, man, we, we, it's hard not to say Waddle with like the, the target market share he was getting. So right now, 96, tar- 96 receptions, hundred or uh, 941 yards, five TDs. If he doesn't get it over a Dow Wow, then he, he is Jarvis Landry. Because like Jarvis <laughs> Jarvis Landry, he would get like the hundred catches and barely scrape like nine hundred fifty or nine hundred. You know what I mean? I mean that's I'm gonna say that's gonna be impossible for him unless they completely go away from their game yeah, plan. I mean, that'd be bullshit if he, he only got fifty nine yards in these next two games. See, I forgot they had two games. I'm still living in the days of the old. He missed one game though, so it is going to be a sixteen-game season wow, that he's putting wild. together. Oh shit! Okay, but he, the COVID, the COVID week. They did him. say he was pacing, right? He was pacing to beat Anquan Bolden's joint. What was what was Anquan uh, Bolden's uh, rookie? 
I think it's like a hundred, it's a hundred and some. Let me check. I was going to say what they should do because like, you know, you can't compare these records to like, I think Sven put something on Twitter today. He's like, you can't compare records anymore because of the extra game or whatever. They should take the worst game and the best game. Okay. And average that shit out and make he, it. Here you go real quick. Anquan Bolden's a fucking beast, let me just tell you. Man, back when, <laughs> back when Arizona used to know how to draft them some good wide receivers. Yeah. 165 targets, 101 receptions, 1377, and eight tugs. Okay, so he's paid. Uh, what's Waddle's stats right now overall? Like yards and, and, and touchdowns, too, again. 90, 96 for one for, for 96. <laughs> For 941 and five touchdowns. He's about to set an NFL record, not not just like a Dolphins record or anything like that. Like he's he's six catches away. Yeah. He's I mean, five catches. Well, yeah, six catches away from beating it. He's yeah, no way he doesn't get that. I mean, his how many games has he gotten under five receptions in a game? One, two, three, four. Only five games that he's gotten under five receptions in a game. Yeah, they they were all around four. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, two of three of them were four, and one was three, and one was two. Yeah. So this is this is big time. This is a lot of fucking receptions for anybody, let alone a rookie. The yardage sucked. Well, not gonna say it sucked, but we expect better. But he's got the tuna fish throwing the ball, and he's not doing shit going to, as far as going down the field. Yeah, he did try to go down the field on him too, but it was it was a bad throw. It was a, it was an errant throw, as they would say. Now, what would you rather have? Obviously, Waddle's season's not over. Would you rather have a Justin Jefferson season that we saw last year, or someone like Waddle? Who- I, well, okay, this is why I like Waddle is because he could do it without the touchdowns. If he gets a touchdown, it's fucking it. You know, it's twenty. It's twenty point game. You know, a twenty point performance at minimum because he's gonna get like. Remember in the beginning of the year, he's getting like eight nine receptions for like. 40, 50 yards. You know what I mean? 60. He's only at four games with a touchdown. Let, let's that, let's put that into context. That's what I'm saying. He's been doing it for without the touchdown. Justin Jefferson in year number two. See, last year, caught a lot of defenses off guard. And, and here, here's here's a micro example of that this year. Jamar Chase comes out on fire. So defenses make adjustments to him. You know what I'm saying? This year, defenses made adjustments to Jeff, Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? It's not like Waddle was the guy, like, they're like, we need to shut him down. You know what I mean? He was just getting all this volume. It was like playing Julian Edelman from back in the days or playing um, Golden Tate or, or, or a Doug Baldwin or, you know what I mean? Uh, here's, was, like, here's, Chase's, here's Chase's stat line, too, by the way. He uh, 68 receptions, 1,163 yards, 10 touchdowns. <laughs> Because he's the because he's the playmaker, bro. He's the he's the big play, and he and he has mighty Joe Young throwing him the ball. I mean, Waddle Waddle last night, early early they took a shot at him down the field, and like I said, it was a bad throw. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Maybe and, and down the field was like you know maybe fifteen yards. That's like you know what I mean that's for Tua. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, every time I saw Waddle getting the ball, I mean, it seemed like it was like less than ten yards. You know that he's getting it. So it's really most of his yards are yak. Yeah. They, they, they hit him with a couple hitch routes. They, 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 uh, there was there, there was a little tap pass there that count the tap, touchdown was like a tap pass that counted for uh for, for Tua. 
let's see here. Who else we got in here throwing in some comments? And uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Lost my spot, guys. Lost my spot. Let me find it. Ronald said the best thing that could happen for Jimmy. Um, the best thing that can happen for Jimmy, he was doing pretty good until now as he is shut down. It will get him his next job. I mean, everyone was hating on Jimmy, but man, he had like eight games in a row where he was over um, 100 um, in the in the QB rating. And I know that not a lot of people put, you know, not a bunch into that QBR or whatever, but he had eight games in a row where he went over 100 and there's literally no other quarterback in the NFL that's done that. Not this and, year anyways. And here's the thing too, he was averaging like 260 270. You know, he had a couple 300 game outings out there that probably boosted it up, but still he had a couple 300 game outings, you know what I'm saying? Like uh three not 300 game, 300 yard, I'm sorry. 300 yard outings. You know what I mean? He you know, he he averaged like a like one point fucking seven touchdowns a game so it's like damn there two touchdowns a game you know what i mean <laughs> like in a running offense yeah and because the play action's real and and playmakers are real they're gonna do they're gonna do the job for you so that's why it's important with with, with shannon because it's scheme based so like that that's where it's like if, and that's why i worry about lance if people are gonna throw him in their line in the lineup this week if he can't run around if houston's gonna shut that down that that particular part of it like you know, designate a spy to them like they do because that's what they do against these mobile QBs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ronald said the waiver people are, uh, uh, the waiver people drop some crazy people. Yeah. The Friday before the championship is typically the golden waiver day. Everybody better be paying attention to whoever was dropped on waivers because, uh, I'll be the one cleaning up some scraps. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I cleared up. I already cleared up all the spaces shit that I'm not even going to use. I'm trying to grab up all kind of shit that I see out there. I dropped four guys, and it's like, whatever, nobody's going to play them. <laughs> so I just wanted to cloud that, you know, cloud the waiver field, make sure people get kind of lost in that, make sure they're, they're doing some research, sabotaging people any way I can. <laughs> yeah. Dropping names Diabolical. like, dropping, like, you know, guys that I know aren't going to put Daryl Henderson, like, before he goes on injured reserve and shit. Okay. And has said uh, Lance or Huntley? Shit, as of right now, I mean, I'm going Huntley. Um, and I don't know if you're talking about like a legit like starter sit or maybe just at this point in their exact career or whatever. But I, I'd be I'd be going Huntley over Lance. I worry about Huntley off the COVID. That's all I worry. That's but but you know he has but he he you know I I'd still take him over Lance. To play for sure in a speculative ad kind of thing, I'd probably pick like if it's you know for. I think he really. I think he really might need to play this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I mean, if you really, I mean, gosh, it's too early in the week. But if you needed to make your move now, I would go with the guy who's available right now. You know. Ronald said, "All the people under thirty are like, what the fuck, medicine woman." <laughs> go, go Google it. Go go Google it. Doctor Pan, medicine woman. <laughs> I've never seen the show, but everybody knows. I would always walk into my mom's room back when I was a kid, and she, that joint would be on. Like she'd be watching that shit. <laughs> I watched the uh, the local. I mean, it was like uh, when they it was a channel. They showed a lot of reruns on shit, and they used to show Fresh Prince. And then after it would be like it would be like Martha Quinn, medicine, medicine woman. <laughs> 
whatever her first name was. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember what her first name was. Either. I just remember Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. There it is. Yeah. We're, going with, we're sticking with Dan Quinn Medicine Woman. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the dough. He said, Monty, Rojo, Daryl Williams in my flex. I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting Monty. I'm not. Shout out to the U of H for beating uh, Auburn earlier today. Just got to get that out there. H town. Marcos, what up, bro? Said uh, defense. Miami at Tennessee. Philly at Washington. I'm. I'm not sitting the Dolphins. Okay, I'm not sitting the Dolphins. Miami. Also, Keenan or AB half point br. AB. AB. Fuck Keenan, man. Like he's gonna ruin. He's gonna ruin some fantasy championships. Last year, don't sit me. Don't sit me. Should have sat him. This year, oh man. Versus those Broncos, I'll play. I, I feel stronger in Josh Palmer than I do in Keenan Allen right now. You know, I still I think that like I'm I like that they're coming off of a bad, a bad game and they and all of a sudden they need to survive. You know what I mean? Like they, this is a divisional matchup. The Broncos are actually, you know, none of them are mathematically eliminated. So this is actually just one of those ones, bro. And I don't think. You know, um, what's his what's his face, bro? Um, the dumbass starts for uh, started for the Broncos. What's his name? Teddy B or Lock? Lock. There you go. The dumbass. I Who think I think Teddy B's coming back. I mean, hey, I don't know yet, but about, okay. <laughs> I like you even better then. <laughs> At least all the projections on uh, on all these fantasy apps are saying oh. that he's going to be the one to play. See, then I like you even better then, blood, because. Then it it could actually maybe be a game that like they're that the Chargers are playing from behind because they're gonna lose time of possession because they suck against the run and we're gonna get a big Javante game we're getting big Melvin Gordon revenge game like that every I like that everyone's in bounce back spots here from coming off of bad weeks last week too in fantasy Chargers it's put up or shut up time man I mean Chargers win there's there's a shot that they get in at one of those wild card spots they lose. I'm just I'm just gonna say they're not gonna get it. They're not gonna it's get it. All on the line. Man, it was hold funny. On, because, hold on, here you go. Because somebody on. was so I forgot where like they were saying, like, oh man, the Chargers had like all these all their players on COVID. And I was like, bro, the Texans had like 26 players on COVID. And their best player was on COVID. That was me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was you. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Last game of the year. Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. Can't hold Can't anything hold back, back now. Right. <laughs> I got to play that like a million times. Back. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go watch that movie now. I'm going oh, yeah. to hop on my tractor and ride it home right now. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there, Vicky Valancourt? <laughs> I just steal, think about stealing LT's Porsche over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. LT, this is what brings me to my next point. Don't, don't smoke do. crack. <laughs> if LT tells you not to smoke crack, you better be listening. See that see that one's there that one ranking that one ranks high in in the tonight's show too. I love it. Oh yeah, look at that. I mean that came in number two. Uh, number two overall, so that's going to be going up against where is it? Ooh, against a dark horse, one of my favorites. Man, I have Varsity Blues. The, I, the oh. only movie I haven't seen on here is um, 
Moneyball. And I've seen parts of it. What? Like, I haven't seen it all. Yeah. So this was, uh, um, I mean, we had a lot of votes, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, might have even been in the thousands of votes. And um, the the ones at the end, the 15s and the 16s, I think they were in the 50s. Close, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. I was about to say, Bar- yeah, Varsity Blues on like a lot of those movies on that list is like, man, I can't even tell you right now which one's my favorite. Man. Yeah, Varsity <laughs> Blues. That's such a dark horse, man. I love that. I love that movie, man. And that, it that, came out when I was like twelve or thirteen, and seeing those titties in the street. That movie literally came out when I was in high school. Like I was just, I just made Varsity Football, and it's like a, it's a film about life in Texas and football. So it's literally like you watch that movie. And it's my fucking life, dude. <laughs> it's my fucking in life. In Texas, in America, we have laws. But in <laughs> Texas, we have laws, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> That's the way it is. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like, I remember being in high school and we'd win a, a football game. And then we'd go, like, we'd all gather at my friend's house. And it was right off the main highway. So we'd see all the team, like, the people, the fans from the other team leaving it after we'd, like, whatever, like, in town eating. And we were there with our Letterman jackets, jackets waving them goodbye, right? <laughs> drinking beer and smoking weed and then we go to a ranch and we go fucking party out right and of course we had kegs and beer because we had to just walk into the store with our letterman jacket on and they were basically giving us beer you know it was awesome being 16 years old and and having like being the king shit of the town it was just it's just good stuff man i'll never forget those days football is king in texas boys <laughs> man that is for sure i'd love to see some friday night lights in texas yeah, it's it's dope. I get I got to go see my, my nephew play uh a lot this season and it was it was fun. It took me it took me back to not my alma mater, but uh, but a good a good a good school. They had a good run. Let's see. And sorry if I missed anybody's questions in here. We're getting a little bit off the rails, but just throw it uh, throw it in the chat if I uh, if I missed one of yours. And uh, and David P said paid for next month in super draft out of the winnings hell yeah and still have a lot of money in the deposit there you go bro I like it I like it there you go let's get it bro <laughs> I'm about to do the same that's like a little extra little like New Year's like extra money like because I still I still got made a little bit of bread that I never touched from the um from the signing fools up you feel me yeah. I, I forgot about that new little bonus they gave me. So I'm like, cool, I'm about to just grab it all at, at once at one point. I mean, it's next week. <clears throat> I want to hit this week hard, though. I, there's, I, like, I got a lot of I got, there's a lot of uh, nice plays I, I, got, I could already envision this week. Oh, yeah. And there's already a lot of people who I know are real sour about uh, about not being able to play fantasy football anymore because fuck those consolation brackets. But <laughs> unless you're playing for money in third place, then by all means, well, get that yeah, money. I'm, I'm you going all out, man. I'm, I'm setting my lineups, and I'm, I'm still going to work this week because I don't want to, like, just fade out and be like, oh, I don't know what's going on in fantasy. In my in my studio league back in the days, right, because I, I don't play in that, in that league no more because it never, that league, they're, they're all boring. No one likes to trade no more. I mean, mm. you know, uh, it was all about side betting in that league. So, like, when motherfuckers weren't in it, they would still be playing, picking up fools, like, and they're not even the playoffs. So, like, we, you know, then we made it a thing that probably killed. This is probably what killed is that we made it a thing where now people can't pick up if they're not in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I see when you do that, it kills the league. Like three weeks ago, because like I mean? fools are like putting like real bread on their matchup though. Like it'd be like my my lineup versus your lineup. Uh, fucking a hundred dollars and fools would have hella bets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's cool. 
And see, and that's like a different case scenario, you know, because uh, I love playing in leagues where, uh, you know, maybe it's like a hundred dollar league and I got like, you know, and I know I'm going to play a couple people for like just $50, you know, per game or something. Because yeah, I love week. winning my league fees from other people. Like exactly, that just makes yeah. Every week I have a guy, he's like, hey, on this bet or on this other game or whatever, like it, no, with, and I'll tell you betting this, on I'm fantasy, on other people's fantasy it. matchups. I've been on the other side of that where I had to pay for other people's league fees. So I'm, <laughs> I know both worlds. <laughs> Man, there was this one guy who it was so funny. Just every time we played, it was automatically 50 bucks on it, no matter what. And he could not beat me to save his life. <laughs> I had to, I just kept having to ask him. We still, we still keeping the bet going just to make sure that I could check his manhood real quick. Man, and then I he'd forgot, lost, then I, he'd I lose and then send me the league fees. I forgot that news came out that Bruce Arians got COVID too. So he's probably not. Shit, COVID. Totally, for, totally forgot about that. Bruce Arians getting COVID. I mean, What's his name? Uh, Leftwich. Uh, I'm sure that he could coach this team to a victory over the Jets. But uh, that, that's crazy if Leftwich yeah, might. Jets. <laughs> it, it might be. What, what if Leftwich is the interim coach? And I know that he's, you know, one of the people for the Jags, you know. Um, who the well, hell yeah, um, Let me see who's going to be taking over. Right, play having fun living vicariously through Brady right now. You know what I mean? But, I would saying, love that. I could, could you imagine yeah, being a Brady is your Brady's your QB? You don't got to do a whole lot of coaching or nothing. Yeah, and like Brady is the one he's already like helping him game plan. So he's like, yeah, yeah. Let's he's probably about. learning more from Brady than the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> like Brady's going to coach this game. Brady in like a sack of avocados that, that tells him. Like, he has like a sack of avocados that just he hears voices from, and it's just because <laughs> that, that's how Brady is so much in tune with the avocados, right? That he's just gonna he's he's gonna know the, the plays to call. <laughs> that's avocado. Yeah, they're saying that the assistant head coach or the assistant is gonna be Harold uh, Goodwin, who's gonna take over the head coaching duties. But hey, there you go. An- Antonio actually said he's gonna be the interim coach. There he said go. I can coach this team to victory over the Jets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's why Harold Goodwin is doing it because uh, we don't know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever your real name is. Yeah, we all know it's Byron Leftwich. Hey, we all know that's Tom Brady. I hope Uncle Bruce Bruce is good though because he's a dude that has like pre-existing medical conditions and he's hello. He's an older fella, you know. As, yeah. He's asthmatic, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like I, I mean, he had like some asthma or some, uh, and then he had like he's uh, like fucking eighty years old too. Like he's yeah. old. Damn. Well, no, he's not. He's, he's not. Old. He's in his seventies though. I know he is in the seventies. Oh, wow. he was the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I mean, he's shit, in my sixty-nine. So yeah, there you go. Oh, hold nice. on, hold on. We haven't been able to pull this one out in a while. Nine, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Sixty-nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like every time I start saying people, like I gotta watch it because, like I say, like these guys are getting old or they're old or whatever. And like my dad's up around this age. Not gonna lie. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure we still say some, uh, you know, some guys who are like 37, 38. You know, we still Dude. say they're old, but especially when we talk about NFL players. I'm like, shit. I gotta make sure to asterisk. They're old in NFL years. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> Think about this. Like when we was in our in our 20s, we thought people in their 30s was old. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe I thought that way. You know what I mean? And I then, still can't believe I thought that way, though. Funny part of that is, like, when you're younger, when you're younger, like, in your teens, you look up to the, to the, the to the, the, you know, the 10 years older, like, the, 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 you know, past adolescence, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? Then you get there, and then, then the, but the next generation, you look at them, oh, they hella old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's almost like, you know, when you're, um, like, I remember, like, being out of, like, junior high, you know, or, like, maybe um, being, the, being the eighth grader and seeing the seventh graders, you know, come in. It's so weird how it's just, like, you get younger, and it seems like all the kids guys. are getting, like, that much smaller. Like, it's just yeah. weird. Well, man, I mean, look at one. Want to drop it on my kids? Uh, uh, you know, sent to school, bro. Like, like you know, what I'm saying, like the t- the junior high kids. I'm like, damn, they look hella like little, bro. Like when I was in junior high, I felt like we looked hella old. <laughs> I had sideburns in junior high. That's what I remember. I remember seeing motherfuckers <laughs> walking around with mustaches in junior high. <laughs> no, like, we didn't know that they were 18, but they're still there. <laughs> held back a couple of years. <laughs> that was when they still held back kids. You know, they in, mo- in, in, in a lot of places, bro, they don't hold kids back. They just move them on, bro. They're just, just like you need to. All you're doing is punishing courses. the teachers by holding them back. Yeah, they're like you just need to. You just need to take these remedial courses for the first three weeks. Get you up to speed. Yeah, ah, public school. My no, kids go to a, my, my kids go to Montessori, so they're like they do their own thing at their own pace. They come back all smart and shit. Like, what the fuck are they learning? <laughs> I'm all about homeschool these days, especially for Noble. Like shit, because like you see some of these kids who go to charter school, and you're like, you have to go to school like what, like five hours, like out of an entire week or something. <laughs> And like that, and that's what you would literally need to like graduate five hours a week of schoolwork, you know, like that's like the bare minimum. Like fuck, like oh man, I wish, that was, wish, I, wish I could have been raised that way. <laughs> the kids are the future. And Ronald said I had chin pubes in junior high. <laughs> There's a lot of chin pubes walking around in junior high. I remember. The kids, I'm like, Dan, you guys look hella tiny, bro. I'm like, what's going on? And you know what movie like makes me think of it too is uh, you guys ever seen that movie uh, Good Boys? This is the one that Seth Rogen did. Oh about yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I those kids were just so tiny, but man, it's just it's so funny. Like that. That's yeah. like every like. Those guys had some pounds old. on them, man. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is. I so remember funny. being that way when I was like in middle school, like being a foul mouth little. Little, little fuck, foul mouth, little fucker. Oh, That's what yeah. I'll call myself back Mess, then. Messing with my sister and her friends because, like, my sister was a cheerleader in high school, and all the girls were always around the house. So I was always fucking around. Like, I just remember being that kid. Drive me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that movie Good Boys is one that we're definitely going to be breaking down That's on the movies one. and munchies. I, that one. I, saw it, it. I gotta revisit that. I haven't seen that shit in a cool minute. Yeah, I saw it once when it first came out, and it's been a minute. The funniest shit was when they needed to uh, raise six hundred bucks to get that uh, to get the what's it called the the drone that they the had drone. to replace, yeah. and they found their dad's CPR doll, which was really <laughs> just which was really just like one of those life size like fuck dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone comes in, they're trying to sell it to him for for six hundred, and he's trying to haggle, and then he leaves, and he's like, "You chumps, I would have paid a thousand for this." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good movie, man. Actually, I, I'm gonna go back and rewatch that bitch tonight. Dude, <laughs> Seth Rogen, man, like what a savage. I, I almost think he's funnier, like just like being behind the scenes and executive producing some of these movies. Yeah, so yeah, he's, his his mind's crazy. He thinks it's a fucking funny shit, you know. Stuff oh, that yeah. we, stuff that we, uh, I guess, like a person like me would like. I think of way back in the back of my head, but I don't really like. It never really comes to light because he's a piehead for real. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, real. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, episode Ronald, of Man in the Arena just dropped. Ronald said, uh, oh, yeah, in eighth grade, you're 13. You think you're the shit. Hell, yeah, man. As oh, soon yeah. as you... Soon as you hit that teen, oh yeah, and, and especially in guys' minds, like oh, nothing can stop us. I was like, I was like, teen, thirteen, I need a car. <laughs> <laughs> we were, see that? See that's how fucked up it was because like, man, like I was already kicking with kids where we were stealing cars, bro. Like the fucking the the Camrys, the the old like the the, the, the anything that was in the the eighties version, nineteen eighty eight Camrys, Corolla. I'm not Camrys. Which one was the smaller ones? The Corollas. That's small. Yeah, I don't know which one's smaller. Yeah, Camry or Corolla. Uh, I think uh, they're both the same. They're both <laughs> the same size. Same size mid mid wagon or whatever. 80s joints, bro, because that was like hella common back then. You know what I'm saying? And like those are the easiest to boost, and you can just jam anything in the key thing and just turn it. Turn it on. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> oh, it was just like, and we would go to like, there's this theme park called Great America. And if we had the one homie, like we could all break into the cars if we had the homie, he knew how to drive good. So, <laughs> and he looked hella old. He had a mustache. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was we all had one of those. David <laughs> Peace had looking like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you don't know how to fucking, you know, you, you, you're not, you know, you're not groomed yet. You know what I'm Everything's saying? all like that. awkward and nothing fits you right either. You don't want to shave because you you don't want to shave because you don't know if it's ever gonna grow back yet. Your arms are too long for your body or some shit, and your ears are too big for your head. (laughs) Hell yeah! Antonio said, "Gotta watch that movie again." Good boys, it's so funny. (laughs) I got drugs. Those are children's chewable vitamins. (laughs) Could you imagine that being the cop? Um, Fuck, I can't remember who played that part. It was so funny. We have a scheduled one narcotic, and oh. He just wants to go home and drink beer and smoke weed. <laughs> Leave me alone, kids. <laughs> oh, man. And Ronald said, I started smoking summer after seventh. It was uh, eighth grade for me somewhere. I can't I was, remember when it was. I was uh, summer going into to be uh, a freshman in high school. So, yeah. But I remember uh, my, my sister was like, I know you've done this. And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke weeds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Actually, my neighbor came by for Christmas, and she has a family who uh, they have like a dispensary, and they had some some gummies that they were like doing that didn't pass like the grade or what they're not good to like sell or redistribute or whatever. So mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. Like, these are very powerful. So she came and she dropped them off at my house. So I'm kind of excited for those this weekend. <laughs> 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 and it's funny because she put him in like a different bag and then she left him in the mailbox and I was like oh she left something and I didn't like ask or whatever my wife's the one who talks to her more and so I went and I grabbed them and I was like oh badass some gummy bears and I just threw them on the table there in the entryway of the house and stuff real cool like mm. luckily my kids didn't see them because mm. I had no idea what they were she told me she's like you just left these here <laughs> my wife <laughs> I was like what's just gummy bears That's what I, thought. <laughs> I thought nothing of them honestly Listen, oh, you know it's so funny when uh, when I went with Hess, we went to that big uh, that big cannabis event, um, shit, like a month ago. At this point, I just remember seeing some chocolate chip cookies, and I knew that they weren't medicated. But it was so funny. I, I pick one up, and the guy starts eating. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Careful with that one!" I was like, 
oh, these aren't fucking medicated. I was like, but you almost got me. He was like, I almost got you. <laughs> yeah, you see the bags, and the bags are real. They're done real well, kind of like the way we do our graphics, and we just kind of change it up a little bit here, and it still looks like the original. <laughs> Got to watch out with that shit. Mm-hmm. Scotty boy said walking into the championship with a 10 game win streak. Stretch your stuff, bro. One more win to go. Championship season is here. Let's go. Hell yeah. Here we go. This one, this one's for you, Scotty boy. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> We're not fucking leaving. All right, boys. It's quitting time for me here at the office, but I will catch up with you later on the next one. Everybody else, good luck and uh, make sure to keep tuning in. Uh, throughout the week because I know that these fine gentlemen will have all your questions answered all the damn time. Um, and check out my website. It's uh, neonpeacock.threadless.com. Order yourself some merch. I'm going to have some uh, fantasy oh, fantasy football-isms uh, dropping on that pretty soon, man. I'm going to do some uh, some badass nicknames. Uh, I'm going to get with Bogart and see we run some ideas by him, see if he likes them. Yeah, and uh, man, I was going to say, let me go. I should grab that flag, but I'll, I'll grab it in a sec. Yeah, don't worry about it. You can show everybody uh, some of the merch that I sent you and, uh, and yeah. so they can check it out. But I haven't been working on any graphics lately because I was just kind of trying to decompress from all the fantasy stress. But now that it's it's over for me, unfortunately. No, not a dispensary in Texas. Uh, uh, the family is in California. So mm-hmm. uh, Gotta love California families. Yeah. They just put some <laughs> stuff in the mail and then it gets dropped off in the mail. Yeah, I have family in California too, so it's good. Nice. Gotta go visit them and go visit you all when I do get out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, brothers, take it easy. See you on the next one. And we're almost out of here as well. Let's see. Was there any other uh, questions in here? Ronald said, I had the honor of being the first kid with with B.O. and man boobs. (laughs) You were the first one to discover deodorant, huh? (laughs) Hey, bro, I was already stinking as a kid, bro. I was like, you know what I'm saying, man? Listen. I feel like we grew up, I don't know, man. Maybe it's because we ate, maybe it's because we ate like uh um like better foods than <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> maybe maybe our generation was, was the start of eating bad, huh? I mean shit. I remember those 89 cent Big Macs like way too often. Mm-hmm. So you know what's yeah. crazy It was like you go to the south, right? It's like it's like I guess when you're closer to the equator, everybody's just huge, bro. Cause even like the athletes is just like how come every year, like, you it's more the corn is just different in the Midwest and the South, apparently. I need to get me a batch of that. <laughs> I know because those corn fed white boys, I don't know, I didn't really see them out here in California too much. It's a different type of corn, I guess, right? We got we got a ton of corn out in this motherfucker, too. <laughs> and David P says, I was tearing roofs off at 13 years old, bought a car. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Ronald said we were the fir- first uh, true fast food generation. That's for sure. We definitely, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I grew up way too much on fast food. That's for sure. Real talk. Because that was like the shit, like, we're going to McDonald's. Yeah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, man, Eddie Murphy had the skit about it, bro. He had the bit. I'm going to McDonald's. <laughs> We ain't got make no. <laughs> where'd you get that big? Where'd you get that big green welfare burger from? 
<laughs> and you know that that burger was so much better than the McDonald's burger, too. It probably was, bro. <laughs> what you making eggs for? I want a hamburger. You making egg McMuffins. <laughs> <laughs> bro, is that delirious or raw? <laughs> that one's raw. Oh, yeah. Raw is my favorite, dude. I saw that one first out of the two. I, I wish I saw Delirious first, but Raw is, uh, man, it's got a special. No, I, I definitely saw Raw first because Raw is also the one that had the, uh, the, where he's like, you know, when he's like, well, Rocky came out, he's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Rocko! Hey, Rocko! Like, that shit used to have me dying. Like, I'm, oh, my God. You see him? He's 6'5". Five. I'm 5'2", five but I'm Italian. Watch this. Hey, <laughs> excuse, excuse me, brother. <laughs> you heard me pay for my fucking candy <laughs> oh you just seen rocky didn't you <laughs> it's that music man it's that music that you know just uh those violins and tears at your heart <laughs> <laughs> ah, David remembers those chocolate chip cookies were fire. Hell yeah, I think I had like three of those joints back to back. Those things were damn good. Mm -mm. Oh man, and my man Jack, he said, first year for the vampire to win the championship. Let's go. So I've had, well, one league for a vampire league has been going for three years. And then I started three other ones this year. And Jack is the first vampire that has made it all the way to the dance. Yes. <laughs> My team, my team fucking sucked in that league. I literally did not win a game. I had so many fucking injuries in there. It wasn't even funny. Let's, let's see history, Jack. Jack could do it. Jack could do it. And uh, Ronald said, yo, in my middle school cafeteria, they had the meat patty boxes stacked behind them. And it said grade E, but edible. Even McDonald's is a grade C. Oh, oh man. Oh. I don't know when I when I got it was crazy because when I got into junior high they had those carts you know it wasn't just the cafeteria food man we had Arby's we had Pizza Hut like we had so many like random places and I remember in um like in high school there were, we, we we had I was I went to school by the beach I went to school at Mission Bay like literally right by the water and I guess it was just a lot different because we had the cafeteria food, but we had car lunch carts literally all over the place from fucking everywhere. And I remember they even had a spot where they were literally grilling up burgers like every single day. And they were legit fucking burgers, too. Nice. So you just go buy a burger. Yeah. Yep. Either that or hit up a pizza, one of those personal pan Pizza Hut pizzas or whatever. But yeah. the, cho the choices were lit in high school, and we were always getting stoned right before lunch. And we actually came back to school to get the lunch from there because, I, I mean, we had Wiener Schnitzel. That was close. I mean, what else was real close? In and Out was close, but no way you were fucking making it to In and Out and making it back to class. It just, that was never happening. I remember we used to always just McDonald's breakfast, bro. Like, like you like you going you going to first period, you going to first period. Nah, I used to be at the McDonald's just eating. <laughs> like we would burn and just eat, and then like we we would just like that was like a fucking like a place like every like bro like routine. Every everyone had that uh, whatever with the closest you know whatever yeah. the closest fast food joint. That was always the get together like before school or after school or whatever yeah. i remember when i was a senior it was so dope i was on the yearbook and uh, and i was really good at forging the yearbook uh the yearbook signature and um i came up on a pass of uh of passes 
And uh, man, that was the dopest year because I was literally just walking class whenever I want and give them a fake pass and uh, get people accepted out. it like it was gold. It was fucking awesome. It's funny because like fucking um, man, we had a Wendy's uh, by our high school too, and like man, I swear, like when you're a pothead, like youngster, like Wendy's was the shit because it was ninety nine cents for a junior bacon cheeseburger, right? Hell yeah, bro, that was fat back in the day. I don't know if my hands were smaller or something. It, it was de- our hands are bigger now, but I know what you mean because it doesn't matter where the fuck you are now. The food is smaller. A dollar biggie fries and a dollar uh, uh, frosty. Frosty. And a dollar uh, a chili. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just all. You good. could eat like a king for $5 at fast food joints back in the day. Like, it was like, bro. Because the Jack in the Box dollar menu, I mean, we didn't have one that was super close to school, but um, I mean, that Jack in the Box was always, you were always hitting, man. All you had to had that was $5, and man, you were getting four nice things off of that menu. <laughs> right? It's funny, too, because like, uh, like you know, uh, in high school, we was already getting money, and like, but like, just the things you grew up doing never stopped. Like, you'd be like, like I, we used to call it dollar for the cause. Like, everybody, every every girl I knew I'd be like, dollar for the cars, dollar for the cars, <laughs> each of them, man. And like, I had like 30, 40 of them motherfuckers. If I see them, they were trying to avoid me. Oh, shit. Like, no, 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 for the cars. Damn it. Chandler said they removed the Sonic across from Mission Bay High School. I'm so old that Sonic didn't even exist in San Diego when, <laughs> when I went to high school because it was hey, 2004. It Sonic wasn't even, it didn't even exist too. yet. Sonic is one of those ones they've been showing us some damn commercials for years, and then they put a Sonic's finally in. Like, like, oh shit! I only got to drive forty-five minutes though. It's like it's in this. Uh, 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 shout out to Forty Nine er MMA. He'll probably notice, but it's a city called Morgan Hill uh, or, or Gilroy. It's, yeah, it's basically in Gilroy. They 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 put a Sonic's there, and I you know I I gotta go like a forty-five minute drive, maybe sometimes 50, fifty-five minutes to get to this motherfucker. And then, like, I get there, and then I'm like, ah, it's like just lackluster every time. I'm like, yeah, damn it. <laughs> I hate, I hate Sonic now because literally every time, <laughs> the one time that I that I didn't leave like pissed off at Sonic, I was waiting in the window for so long. They saw that I was frustrated, but I didn't say anything. They literally gave me two free meals while I was waiting. Like, here you go. Here's here's two free complimentary meals for your next trip. I was like, all right, that's the way to get someone not pissed. Give them some free shit, even though you're going to make them wait fucking like 30 minutes, like at the window to like pick up the food. Hey, that's, hey, that's <laughs> why people be waiting, right? Because like they got they keep pissing people off. They're like, here, here's this other order. <laughs> you come through that was your order like, oh your order's not ready yet <laughs> no they didn't they didn't give me the food it was just like the coupon or whatever you know for the free meal for next time that would have been some oh, shit okay. here, take this food and eat it while you're waiting for your food <laughs> it's funny because that's how I envision <laughs> that scenario like they gave somebody else's food man and you know how you can really get someone really good at Sonic you gotta get them to drink out of uh, so you get the 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 slushies or whatever you know you get two flavors in each of them and then you drink out of two of them like drink two straws at the same time and just hit it as hard as you can that's like the craziest brain freeze like ever oh, like, fuck that. <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying for you to do it i'm saying if you ever want to get someone good yeah, no, no, watch just, something I, funny as fuck that's just crazy <laughs> sabotage your friend it'll make your life uh, a lot funnier for those uh t- 15 always, seconds or whatever it's always funny because kids got to learn it the hard way like you know same when you <laughs> When you get your kids a slushy for the first time, they're just like, listen, you're trying to explain it. 
what it is, but how can, much can you explain it to like a two-year-old or like a three-year-old or like, you know, even a five-year-old, like, listen, maybe a five-year-old has more better comprehension. Be like, call a brain freeze. You know Noble's, Noble's gotten brain freeze one time in his life. And man, yeah. I, he didn't like it too much. And he learned that's just like, oh. <laughs> Ronald said, behind the McDonald's where the kids hung out, all this weed would have grown from the seeds pooping out and said that was when weed had seeds. Who remembers that? <clears throat> hey, man. I was lucky that I grew up in Southern California where, I mean, there was there was the Mexican weed that had nothing but seeds in it. But, man, I was spoiled with well, some see, good weed and knowing the right people. You could, Man, you could have good-ass weed that, that- – Got, you know, it, it got hit up by a male plant. You know what I mean? So yep. then the motherfucker, all the buds, they come out and it's the fire weed it's supposed to be, but now it got chucked full of seeds. Like that, sometimes shit like happens like that. But like, yeah, we that was kind of part of the whole thing was like not never having, you know, that, that that's that's that, that's the outside weed. You know what I mean? That's that out though. You, you feel me? That's the dirt. Ah, yes, Taco Bell. Man, so that's one that I can't fuck with now. It's fucked up my stomach way too much. But man, love- but Taco Bell, yeah. You mean a great DM? Pause. <laughs> <coughs> and Ronald said, "Anyone remember Roy Rogers?" I do not. Yeah, hell yeah! Isn't that isn't that the dude from a uh, Tin Cup? Is it? I have no idea. Who is that, Ronald? He said, I can't go to checkers anymore because they will stop putting, because they will not stop putting mayo on my food. Man, if there's one condiment that I like really, really don't like, it's fucking mayo. Mayo's got to be on certain things to, to me, for me. Like if I'm having like any kind of stuff, you know what I mean? I got to have mayo on that motherfucker. Man, and um, it's crazy because Kraft, they put these fucking ads now on like IMDB TV and like shit like that and like, it's like they always put it on some like crazy sandwich and it's like overflowing. It looks like it should be cheese or something, the way that it's like overflowing so much. And man, that shit is nasty. Ugh. That's, <laughs> that shit is nasty. That's just gross. But like, see, I, I like mayo. I'm actually, yeah, mayo to me, it, it depends. It, it's got to be on a sandwich for real though. Like, I can't have no sandwich with no mayo. So you don't, what about ranch? You fuck a ranch? I'll, I'll fuck a ranch. Like, that. that's, I mean, yeah, uh, ranch over mayo like any day. That's for sure. I fuck with it all. And yeah, Ronald said it. Mayo's fucking nasty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And Antonio said, for me, it's mustard. I don't fuck with mustard either. What kind of sandwich do you eat? Oh, you so you, but you eat like, that's why you like like a meatball sub because then it has like the sauce and it has like the you know it's not dry. Yeah, I like the hot sandwiches. I would say more than the cold sandwiches, yeah. but um, like I mean the, the-, the hot pastrami bread. Like part of it is having like the hot mustard. I mean, I guess. I guess you people, people, you either, I don't know, me, I love it all. I, I, I just threw up in my mouth reading stews. Grilled cheese using a little mayo to dip it yeah, in. That's, like, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like, and, you know, because listen, I use butter I've, traditionally, but, but I also like what, I, what I'll do is I'll melt the, the cheese first, like in the microwave with, with the bread. And then, so what I do with the butter, I don't burn it. You know what I mean? Because butter burns hella fast, right? But if you put mayo, that's when you can really get the nice little, little toastiness on it without it all getting all burnt up because the, the the mayo actually it makes a hella bomb bro it's one of the like it's like one of the better ways to make your your grilled cheese yeah i really don't like i, I don't like a lot of condiments is what it is i mean I, <laughs> For I, learning, okay what kind okay let's okay let's let's, let's do this you, you, we're at a ball game 
the baseball game. We're getting hot dogs, bro. What's on your hot dog or your hot link, whatever it is? Cheese and ketchup. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really I, I, like if it's if it's a hot dog for me, I'm going for a chili dog. You know, like that. Like that's what I would go for versus it's like a plain dog. I'm taking the chili dog and I'm putting and I'm putting you know what I'm saying I'm putting cheese on it and like onions and fucking and and if, and, and if I'm if I'm high and, and you know what I'm saying in the moment I might if you're me. high you mean when you're high yeah when I'm high I'm gonna dress it up like I do a regular hot dog it's just it's basically like a, a hot dog with everything on it and then that motherfucker's like I don't even know how I'm eating it because you can't there's no more dexterity to the bread nothing it's just all everything <laughs> yeah it really just depends I mean. <sighs> I just Which like have, I just like having good meat that's prepared well, because I I mean it goes back to the like you know the A one versus no A one because like if it's a good steak, to me I don't need any kind of sauce on it you know so it I, I mean I'm I'm just a stickler for for some good meat that's for sure. Yes, I can attest to this. <laughs> and Peacock says I'm all about the sauces, and he says <laughs> ranch over mayo over blue cheese. I will agree to that. See, when I'm eating wings, then there's a place for blue cheese for me. I like the ranch with the wings too, but like, man, I, I was late in life on blue cheese with wings. Like, I've been like, it's that's like the only place for me when I'm having blue cheese. I've still never got there in life. I, I can't really do the blue cheese. It'd be the ranch. Delicious. <laughs> and ronald said dude were we all brainwashed to love fast food the toys the experience the addictive chemicals in the food yes. i'm 39 how old are you guys i'm thir i'm about i'm turning I'm 30 i'm turning 36 in uh, like two weeks so we were definitely brainwashed that's for sure and that's crazy my son's birthday you and my well my son has the same birthday as you but uh dan it's coming up that, shit that's crazy it's getting close it is getting close i'm about to i'm about to rent one of them jump plates you know what I'm nice. talking about? Like you go to like room to room, but it's really like when I'm living in that world where it's just it's just gonna be us. <laughs> maybe like a couple, maybe like a hand, one one other family, but I don't I don't really want to be this that that that, that Omnicron is running running rampant, bro. That's the best way. I can't wait till we're doing it. Like uh, I can't remember who it was, Kevin Hart, who he said when he went to the uh, went to like Six Flags with their kids and they hey, rented out the whole place. Yep. Yeah. Man, that's going to be the shit. I would love to ride that X over and over and over again. So here's the one thing that I realized. Okay, so I went to Six Flags. Um, it was back when I worked at Vaughn's. Way, way, way back in the day. And they bought out like the whole thing for the night. Mm -hmm. The only the only way that you got tickets is if you went to Vaughn's or you, you worked at Vaughn's. You, had, you, know, you knew someone who bought tickets for you or whatever there. <clears throat> Man, I went on like seven roller coasters within an hour like we were literally yeah. like on those motherfuckers like 10 minute lines like i got the gnarliest fucking headache like you are not supposed to experience that many g-forces in that amount of time like, right over there they called it the goliath back in the days but what's, like, it, called, what's it called now is it not goliath anymore you would go up and first of all it doesn't have an overhang harness because it doesn't go upside down but the G force is so crazy. So, for, so when you when you when you're going on a drop, it's damn near steep. But the so G force is so crazy, and it holds you in. You know what I mean? Basically, and yeah. like, when, and then you go into a corkscrew, and you cannot move. That shit is fucking awesome. And like, no one was riding that ride, so we kept riding that ride over and over and over again. And yes, that shit did fucking it had me like like whoa, like you know what I mean? Like you know how like when you ride elevators all day. 
Like when we were in Vegas, we're going up and down elevators all day, escalators and shit like that. And you just, you'd be standing still and you just feel like you're moving and shit. Like I was all fucked up. My equilibrium was all fucked up. You ever been to Knott's Berry Farm? No, but okay. but the, the Six Flags was like, cause that was one of the joints. Like when we, you know, we, you go down, you, you make the trip, you do it all. <laughs> we're gonna, and when we, you know, I feel you when you said that how dope is the right shit for 10 minutes because man, we would all day be waiting in line and it's, it's LA hot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't fun. It ain't, it ain't fun when you're waiting in line. That's and for then sure. We, then we learned about, um, they had joints. Cause it, it wasn't like, it was like me and the homies, you know what I'm saying? It's like when we, we would make the trip, you know, when we're like 18, 19, you make the trip. Then you go into Mexico the next, that, that night or whatever. And you just party in Mexico. With the homies and shit, you know what I mean? Because that's what you know, that's what you're able to do back then. But like that motherfucking Six Flags day, like it was so hot, bro. And I'm just like dunking water, like you know, I go to every stand and just have them fill up my little thing, you know what I mean? With ice water, and it was just like. And then we figured out that they were for people. Say like you're in a group of three, and it's like two seatings each, right? And then like it'd be like, oh, there'd be an empty spot. You know what I mean? And he'd be like, no, go ahead. I'll, we'll wait for the next one. There was another line for people that could fill those spots up. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like, we were just, right. When we figured that out, it was already like midday. And we're like, damn, we would have known that. Right. Riding, riding everything. And that X ride was the shit. That shit's wild, man. Like, that, that's a wild ass ride. So, figure it out. Like, we came back facing the other way. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, Knott's Berry Farm, there's this one ride. It's called Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you'll definitely shit yourself sometimes. Uh, so it, it literally, it, all it is, is a big loop. <sighs> Just one huge loop goes up and then <sighs> back and then, but like push start, you know, just like straight off the bat, you know, yeah, there's so no, like, there's no <laughs> harness over your chest or like anything. It's literally, you're wearing a seatbelt and just one thing that, that, that straps you in, in the lap. And um, it's wow. crazy. It's crazy. I remember being 14, um, not a lot of people, I guess, wanted to go on that ride that that day when me and my friends went and we rode it like 30 times or whatever. That shit's crazy because it's like the G-force holds you in. But like it's you probably like, don't even you probably don't even need the harness. It's going so fast, like through that loop. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I didn't get my belt clicked and I was like, I, I was so nervous. I mean, obviously you still have the big thing over your lap or whatever, but yeah, yeah. I just remember I, I didn't get the seatbelt clicked, and that's how bad uh you know the the employees were at their job checking shit like that. <laughs> yeah, we there there's this ride, uh, it was called like the revolution. It was like a big ass ship. And like you have the harnesses and everything, right? But it go, you know, it's it's a it's like a pendulum. It swings back and forth till eventually it holds and goes all the way around, and it does it in a succession. And you know what I mean? So you're being held upside down. Like, that shit was fucking. And then you see everyone's chains falling out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's crazy. Take your shit out of your pockets. Yeah, you know, you know, we're the wild ass kids where it's like, and I'm hella small, so I'm just I'm like this. I'm just hanging out that motherfucker. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Chandler said the X will really put you in the matrix, Bogey. That was a crazy. That was a crazy. I mean, there's a lot of crazy ass roller coasters. That is a crazy ass roller coaster. First time we rode it, we waited two hours in line, and by the time we got to ride it, it was nighttime. So, like, I don't even know who or what the fuck happened because it's like different at night. You know what I mean? And then we came back early the next morning. We're like, we gotta go straight to that X thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> that shit was fucking tight. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That shit's wild. T-Money, Cedar Point, Ohio. I've heard of it. I've only heard the stories. And he said they got uh, they got a top thrill dragster. It's a roller coaster that shoots you off 120 miles an hour. Um, and the hill is like 400 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't even like roller coasters anymore. Like now I just smoke too much weed. Like I don't even want to go on roller coasters anymore. We got this one out here, right? At Great America. It's called the Drop Zone. It just it takes you straight up, you know what I'm saying? And you're you're free, you're you're hanging, you're sitting kind of like a bench thing, you know what I'm saying? And you have the harness and stuff like that. And like the, the trick is to like not push it all the way against your chest. And people the people are always doing that. So like when they when they come around checking you, they push you, they make sure you're locked in. Because you know you're about to free fall hella. Man, my butthole's puckering just like thinking of like being loose. Listen, <laughs> right like that. Like well, because they so you can levitate, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And like, so that when they, but see, the, the, the scariest shit is when they're bringing you up, because they bring you up fairly fast, and you're just watching, you're watching the whole world around you, and then you see like the Niner Stadium and all the shit, because it's like right by, this is like where, this was. I need this, to smoke weed just thinking about going up that yeah. high. And then, and then they get you up there, right? And then, you know, they hold you up there for like 10, 15 seconds. And then like. And it seems like a, an eternity. Yeah, and then. Here's here's where they get you because they 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 go enjoy enjoy your drop and then they drop you a little bit and then that's the one where people are like oh like you know you hear everyone scream on that one ah! <sighs> and they hold you and then they drop you so like they fucking but you know everyone that knows they're just ready for it you know what I mean like we've been on this ride a million times and I'm just like and just the free fall like it was like like I have dreams riding that ride and like now I can't ride that ride because I feel like I'm gonna fucking like lose my hearing or fucking like the, the G force is gonna like tear my guts up these days because I don't, you know, what I'm saying I'm not a young tyke anymore <laughs> to be traveling at fucking you know several G forces with no containment around me. So I just uh, I, I just looked. So um, scream at Knott's Berry Farm or Supreme Scream or whatever the hell it is. Pretty much one of those ones, just like you're saying, takes you up to the top. Mm -hmm. I think they started it off as some like parachute ride, but. And it's just one of those ones, literal free fall or whatever, you know, 325 feet high. Like, man, and I mean, look up, look up, look up, um, Great America Drop Zone, Northern California. I think they could, they changed the name of the park from Great America. It might be like uh, Paramount or something like that. 224 feet. Okay. So this one is clowning the drop zone. Wow. <laughs> Because the drop zone is like, like my girl, she was like, she wrote it with me one time and she was like, never again. And she was like, she wrote it like one time as a kid. And like, cause as adults, we're just like, you know, we take the kids to the, the theme park, they ride the little kitty rides and then, and no one ever wants to ride drop zone. That line's not that long, at least, you know, and before the apocalypse, I imagine all these places are like closed now. You know what I mean? Man, those are just scary. Those, those are those scary. Are, I'm glad I, I'm glad I did them at some point in my life, but, uh, no more, no more. I'll just keep my feet on the ground. Even the fucking um that big uh Ferris wheel in fucking Vegas. I, I want to see how high that actually goes. So, like, man, even like they got this joint, yeah, that's just the one on top of the joint. 550 feet. And like, man, me and heights don't do well together. And I just remember, man, I was like not freaking out, but I definitely was like trying to get as close to like the floor as I could while we were going up on that. <laughs> You know, 150 feet. 
fucks me up, right? It's like, so we went up to like the little, uh, we <laughs> we went up to the little like Vegas stratosphere shit, right? And that shit is fucking hella hot. Yeah, the little Vegas stratosphere. That yeah. shit's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's hella, you know, because it's, it, it's dwarfs comparison to the real joint, right? But anyways, oh, yeah. like, they, you know, they got the little panels. When you're up, when you're up in that thing, there's a little glass panels and you're basically like, you know what I mean? Like it's basically the floor. You know what I mean? So you see all the way down. And if a little stratosphere is 1,149 feet high. Yeah. So my man, he's like, you know, he's hella faded. And he's like, and he knows like I'm walking around with like my knees shaking. And you're like, you know, he he's he's dancing on the glass. He's like, hey, look, look, look. I'm like, ah, (laughs) don't do that. You're going to fall off. So one of one of the places that I love eating um, in uh, in Vegas is the Stratosphere, that top of the Strip or whatever yeah. they call it. It's super dope too because like um, man, I mean, just the whole experience is fucking awesome for fine dining. And um, but the scariest part of that because the whole thing rotates. It's like it rotates one time an hour or whatever, so it's going super slow. You get to see the views of everything while you're eating. But when you randomly go to the part where it's like the rides and it's people like base jumping off the side of that, yeah. like, man, I will never, 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 never fucking do that. Human beings are are tight, right? You can't. You know who kills me? It's this guy. His name is something Jackson. I know it. Jackson's in his name, but he's a white dude. He's like a European guy or something. But he's like a foreigner. But he climbs shit bare hands. Have you seen this guy? And he was like, he's jumping from building to building and like, He's climbing like just everything you can imagine, bro. And like, I'm like, yo, this guy just has his GoPro. And like, he'd be like hanging off of cranes hella high when hand went on. <laughs> like, ah, nothing, just climbing shit, bro. I don't, I'm, it gets me scared to like watch shit like that. Like, it makes my anxiety go through the roof. And I don't have anxiety about too many things other than police officers. Hey, so that's one of those things. You ever seen a dude? Who holds the record for the highest uh, skydiving shit? No. Uh-uh. Who had a plane that damn there went to space, right? And then he was launched out of this shit, then jumped out of that. So he's basically like, I forget how it went, but he basically jumped from like a part of the atmosphere where he had to wear like a suit. So <sighs> coming in hella fast, like building up heat, you know, like because you're entering like the atmosphere, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I hold the record though, and he like loses control at one point, and he's like tumbling and tumbling, and, like, and like you know, and then he he pulls it off though, he pulls it off eventually down there. He lived to tell the story, thank God. <laughs> but you're just like I'm watching this, like oh my God, we're watching. He's about to die, <laughs> and he's about to die before he hits the ground. That's how violently he was like spinning around, like he was damn there fucking burning up. You know what I'm saying? Like That's if you don't have a fucking heart attack while you're coming down too, like jeez. Man, imagine what you have to do to get your, I mean, to be able to make your heart rate, like, you know, stay somewhat monotone during something like that. Because there, there's just no way, like, I, I definitely well, have a heart attack and die. I think, like, when, when people are about to do shit like that, that, like, some shit that, like, is legendary and shit like that, when you're in that moment, I'm pretty sure, like, you know what I'm saying, when, especially when you know you got one shot at this, all right. I could die doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that the training was already there. You know what I mean? Like he, he's already been jumping for most of his life. It was really about this. The new part was like, he's jumping like right outside the atmosphere. You know, how can we take this to the next level? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. And Ronald said, you get that feeling in your balls that says, don't do that. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I've never had that, that feeling so much when it comes to heights. Like, you just feel it. Like, for me, that's when I say I feel like my butthole's puckering or something. Like, <laughs> it's definitely something that says, like, no, stay away from that. Stay the fuck away from that. The only other times I've gotten that feeling is, like, when Noble was, like, two years old being, like, like way overhead, like, at the park or something where – I just felt something bad was about to happen. And luckily I was always there to catch him. Yeah, dude. I, I think I was all about the thrills because I actually had trust in like, you know, the, the constraints, the re yeah, constraints or whatever. Cause then it's like, I would never like, you know, jump in a, like a stunt man's car with like a seatbelt on or something. You know what I mean? Like, hold on kid. We'll trust the process. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I would, when you ride a roller coaster, you know you're safe. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, you can put your hands up. It's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Team Money said, you see those guys skydive without a shoot and land in the big nets? I've never fucking seen that. What? That's the hell of an aim. Do I got to know math for this? Do I need to know latitudes, longitudes? Because while I'm jumping out that plane, I don't know if I can do these calculations. And how big is the net? Oh, my gosh. I have so many questions. I go out there. I'm like, all right, the wind's due east of over here at 3,000 feet. But when I get down there, you know, saying down to, like, you know, whatever elevation. I'm, see, I, don't, I don't even know the terminology. Like, that's – do you got like four or five dudes over there just waiting with the net? They're like, all right, here he comes. Oh my gosh. Damn. And David said I did a free fall once. Never again. Oh man. We're going to talk about that more later. Cause I want to hear about this free fall experience, but I just looked at the time and we got to get out of here because we got our podcast starting in um, a little more than an hour. So make sure you guys tap back in and always like we do Bogart, tell them where to find you at. Hey, you can find me at the GMM Network on IG. You can subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. The Earth is my turf. It's championship week. Everybody, stay alive. Survival of the fittest. Survival of the healthiest. Fucking Murphy's Law. And just be prepared. Let's get it. And hit me up, guys. Go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. We got the NFL playoff leagues. Starting very, very soon. You got to be an active Patreon member or you got to be active on uh, as a YouTube member. So make sure you guys go get signed up on one or the other. Just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. You get everything that you need. All righty, guys. We'll see you in like an hour and 20 or so. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East San Ho. What ain't know my name? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea. 
innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.